0: Call us 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Danielle McCartney,
1: Sports Radio 101 9
2: Good Tuesday evening, New York sports fans. I am Danielle McCartan, and tonight. Well, let's call this one McCartan Before Midnight, the super utility around here. I'll be talking all things New York sports with you right up until 2 a.m. in New York City and beyond. Whatever you're doing at the moment, I appreciate you tuning into the show right now and throughout the next couple of hours, whether that be on your car radio, streaming from WFAN.com, or on our free Odyssey app. And of course, as always, I am here in the Big Apple in New York City. And Paulie Rosenberg and I are coming to you live from the Mike Francesa studio right here in lower Manhattan. And go ahead. Start dialing 877-337-6666. We'll see if we can take some calls right here in this first segment. So get aboard. Uh, before we start arguing about sports, of course, in the most respectful way possible, I hope you and your family and your friends and whoever you celebrate with had a very Merry Christmas, and uh, I I hope the Giants didn't disrupt your day too badly just yesterday. (laughs) Um, At least it was a game, right? I mean, I definitely was expecting that game to be that close, so that was a surprise. But I was also shocked to see the number two of Tyrod Taylor under center to start the second half. Shocked. Everybody in the living room was like, wait, what? It was... The wrong move by head coach Brian Dayball. And and let's back up for a second. After the game, Justin Pugh, he was asked by uh, the the media scrum of reporters if he was, I think the word they used was surprised or or something along those lines to, to see that the switch had been made. And Justin Pugh wanted no part of it. And he responded with something along the lines of, and I think it was this exact quote, that's a question for Dayball. And so, of course, the Giants beat, asked Dayball about it. And he responded that he was looking for a spark offensively, citing that the Giants were 1-for-8 on third down with 55 yards passing, and that's why he did it. Why pull the plug then in that spot? Because the Giants, comparatively speaking, only had 100 yards of total offense in the half. Add up what DeVito did with his arm and with his legs, he accounted for 55 yards directly. And Dable also said of the decision, quote, that was a collective thing, though, for everybody, end quote. Whatever that means. So for a team that has nothing to play for, let me rephrase that. For a team that has no playoffs to play for, including... Even if they won that game in Philadelphia in Christmas night, do not kid yourself. There was no reason, none, to make the change to Tyrod Taylor at halftime. Not to mention that Tyrod Taylor was not Joe Montana. Statistically, he didn't play much better than DeVito when you look at and check out the quarterback rating. The nice, neat number That summarizes the performance for the quarterback. Tyrod Taylor, 68. 63.3 for DeVito. That's, do the math, that's a 4.7 differential between the two of them. That's negligible. There was one big difference, though. My question after that game, had I been there in that press conference room, would have been, I raise my hand, I say, hey, coach, why did the game plan change For Tyrod Taylor versus Tommy DeVito, especially in terms of pushing the ball down the field. In other words, why wasn't DeVito allowed to air it out like Taylor did? I got to give him credit. Jordan Renan tried. He referenced DeVito's air yards per attempt was 1.1 yards. Tyrod, of course, many more. And Brian Dable had a total cop-out answer. You know what he said? Real nasty. He said, I'd have to look at the tape. Look at the tape. You mean you didn't notice that while standing over there on the sideline and listening to the play calls in the headset? You didn't notice it with your two eyeballs as you're watching the game play out in front of you? It's fairly obvious if you ask me. Total cop-out answer. And then our Paul DeTino asked Darius Slayton after the game, you know, basically, what was the difference in the first half versus the second half offensively? You know what Slayton didn't say? He did not mention the quarterback play. Slayton said, and here's the key, this is a quote. I think that we got the run game going, which was big. We were able to break off some runs. Hmm. hmm. Which kind of helped open it up on the back end a little bit. We started to play better complementary football there down the stretch. And that was from Darius Slayton. Didn't mention the quarterback play. What did he mention? Oh, the running game that was not existed in the first half. Saquon Barkley was a non-factor in the first half. The spark that they were looking for was Barkley in half number two. But I'm not here to sit here and make an argument that Tommy DeVito is a better quarterback than Tyrod Taylor. He's not. Not yet, anyway. Maybe he will be one day, but right now, no. Even so, for so many reasons, benching DeVito was a bad move by the head coach. Reason number one. Tommy DeVito and the absolute mania surrounding him kept the heat off Brian Dayball himself for the past couple weeks, especially about that Jay Glazer bomb I was there for. Me and my dad were there for that day in New York when he said it out loud to the audience. We booed it, of course, as fans. We booed the report. But the report was from Jay Glazer that basically there were irreconcilable differences between Dayball and his defensive coordinator. Why did that story kind of go away faster than maybe it should have? Because of Tommy DeVito and the DeVito mania. The mania that kept people engaged with the team this season in a good way. It gave the Giants the slightest slimmest glitter of hope of a Cinderella playoff berth. It changed the narrative, and I'll speak for myself here on my own show, of in November, the phone calls coming in were, who the Giants pick it in the draft, Danielle, to, you know, actual football. Talk about the team. When Tommy DeVito took over, the Giants had just two wins total cumulative combined on the season. In those five weeks, DeVito won three more for them, including the one on national television against the Packers. Eight touchdowns and three INTs in that stretch. Number two, Tommy DeVito is beloved inside that locker room. You know, he didn't even take his helmet off the rest of that game. So, you know, and I wonder, I mean, I wonder what the level of confidence is in his own self that he has in himself right now. Brian Dable better have a vice grip on that locker room or else he's going to find himself in the Robert Sala, Mike White, Zach Wilson debacle. DeVito will be the backup to Daniel Jones next year, or maybe not, but you know, who's not going to be on the roster next year. Tyrod Taylor. Furthermore, the Giants winning games at this point in the season does nothing for them in terms of big picture off-season planning. And I'd argue that in-game, real game experience for Tommy DeVito is priceless in his development. You can try your best, but you cannot replicate that at OTAs, at practice taking second-team reps with Dan, behind Daniel Jones, or even in the preseason. And now along that same vein, number three, what does starting or even playing Tyrod Taylor give you at this point? There is no future for him here as a Giant. The Giants have two quarterbacks under contract going into next season. You know who's not one of them? Tyrod Taylor. He won't be one of them either. Financially, I checked it out. The Giants have just 38 players signed through next season. And as of right now, they've got $36.5 million to spend, which is 15th in the league. And a beloved Saquon Barkley's money problem to solve. You know, Tyrod Taylor made $7 million against the cap this season. You want to allocate that much to him next season? I'm not priority a higher priority for me would be to try to bring back a Dory Jackson. He's about to hit free agency. And if I'm choosing where to allocate my funds based on need at their positions, i'm I'm picking I'm picking a Dory Jackson over Tyrod Taylor any day. And another thing when when Tyrod Taylor came off IR. Right. And he was ready to play. They didn't go to him. They went to Tommy DeVito. And you know what? Here's the biggest thing Coach Dayball's credibility took a major hit. Here's what he said just eight days ago about Tommy DeVito starting games for the New York Giants.
3: Well, he's earned it.
4: I'm, you know, nothing from not going to make a week to week. You know, change, he's, he's earned it. Uh, it's not always going to be perfect, but uh, he's earned the opportunity to play.
2: Okay, coach. What changed? How has he unearned it? And now you've met with your coaching staff. Maybe you're on your way home right now because it happened tonight. I don't know what time it happened tonight, but it did. You had a meeting with your coaching staff to absolutely make a week-to-week decision On your quarterback. Coach Dable, I love a lot of things that you have done for this New York Giants football team, but this is very hypocritical. Benching DeVito for Taylor, I'm sorry, it was not, not the right move for the long term of this Giants football team. I'm Daniel McCartin with you on The Fan Till 2 a.m.
0: We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the Free Odyssey app.
2: Welcome back to WFA, and my name is Daniel McCartin, hanging with you till 2 a.m. We are just getting started. Um, You know, Brian Table told reporters today, earlier today, that the Giants are going to, this is a quote here, meet as a staff tonight to discuss next week's starter. Well, I hope they don't decide the way my Twitter poll went because um, that's at Coach MCCARTAN. I posted it up today. I cannot believe that 54% of voters Pick Tyrod Taylor as a starter in the next game. Like, my question is, why? What future does Tyrod Taylor have on this team? And I started to make a a concerted effort here to post videos. um, Either previewing the show or, or during the show on a commercial and I've got a lot of feedback. So if you want to give me a call, it's 877-337-6666 on the phones. But there's been some feedback online. Um, This is on Instagram. This is, uh, let's see, at Tyron Coney says, percent. I didn't read really any of these on the break, so this is a first read through these here. 100% nothing to gain by playing Taylor. I thought Dable was boneheaded for benching. In the first place, kid was playing fine. Really short fuse. I think he meant leash. Really short leash. The team has bigger issues. Let him play. We know what Tyrod Taylor is. DeVito has nothing but upward potential. We were talking about a team that's eliminated. But hey, if he don't play, it works for me. Hopefully the Jets grow a brain and pick him up off the scrap heap for next season. That definitely is a Jet fan. I'm going to write him back say just read on air. Uh, and then of course on Instagram there are three other ones that say Devito was lifeless against the Eagles. He played himself to the bench. Now he can focus on his guest appearances. That's fine. And he should. This is fleeting. This this is fleeting. So he should focus on him. He can focus on him. But he didn't. He didn't play himself to the bench. The spark that that team needed was actually the running run game getting going. That was the spark, not the change of quarterback. I didn't even think the broadcast team was was shocked by it. So that was from Hacks Big Blue on Instagram. Ronju says two straight weeks. Sorry, you play to win the game as heard Edwards says. Tommy Cutlet's Bloom Off Rose, whatever that means. Jeremy Lynn 2.0. I don't know about that. You, you, you play to develop. I mean, that's that's what this is right now. You play to develop. You look at the guys around him. Who's going to be in a Giants uniform and who's not next year? Tyrod Taylor is not under contract for the Giants next season. He's just not. And he won't be. But you know who is? At a very cheap rate, Tommy DeVito. So you develop him in real games against divisional opponents. I don't understand the the, 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 the short leash or the short fuse says. As the other guy said. And this is this is this Giants team, you know, I, I want to see them maybe if they're gonna take a quarterback, it's not gonna be in the early goings. Because now we can open up that discussion, right? Because now they're officially eliminated, right? So I don't I don't wanna see the Giants take a quarterback, especially early on. There is not a single quarterback on the face of this earth that is going to be able to succeed in the way that this team is structured right now behind that offensive line. That needs to be priority number one. Figure out that offensive line. Because if you insert whichever historical quarterback that you think is the best of all time, that man would not be able to succeed behind that line. It's devoid of talent. It is. It's just the truth. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the guys who sued up there. It's just, it's not good. Nobody can succeed behind that line. And what I like about DeVito, he's got a quick release. His his decision-making has slowed down. And I'm wondering if he knows how short that leash is. And he's playing not to get benched, in a way. And, ironically, he he got benched. But the playbook also changed, didn't it? 1.1 air yards per attempt for DeVito. Tyra Taylor, obviously many more. Why is that? I'm confused. So, I mean, there, there are many reasons and, and a lot of upside to continuing to play Tommy DeVito throughout. I mean, just eight days ago, the head coach said he earned it. How did he unearn it in, a, in one half where he accounted for directly 55 yards of 100 total yards of offense in that first half with a non-existent run game? What I mean, tell me how that makes any sense. And for a team that's got $36.5 million to divvy up next season with 38 players signed... Uh, I, I I can't see how Tyra Taylor is going to be on the team next season or how anybody other than Tommy DeVito would be the backup unless you're picking a rookie in the draft, which I don't want them to. You got to go out there and get a guy like like I mentioned weeks ago when we first had this conversation, before the DeVito mania set in, when the Giants were a two-win team, the phone calls were, who were they drafting? The answer was Joe Alt. That was the answer then. Still is now. Shore up the line and build it from the inside out. The, don't be looking at wide receivers, Wandale Robbins. I mean, you know, that was an all right pick, I guess, but you got to build it from the inside out. That's the way this team is going to get better. The John Michael Schmitz, I love that pick. I want to see more of it. And by the way, while we're at it, the referees in that game, awful. Awful, awful. Anyway, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is the phone number to get aboard. We go to line one. And Kevin in Camden, what's going on, Kevin? What's up, Coach? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? How was your Christmas? Good. Oh, I was good. I got a lot, I got a lot of presents. I got I like, got a good uh, Penn state t-
5: uh, sweatshirt. I got some cash. I mean, you know, got a new video game for my Switch. So pretty, 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 pretty nice overall. Good. Mom was home. The so whole whole family was just home. It was very, very nice relaxing day. So very good. Can't complain. Now, as far as they get, as far as the Jets and the Giants, well, let me be honest. The Jets, I mean, it, I mean, the best way for me to describe it, same old, same old. I mean, I mean, it's just, it, you know, yeah, Woody Johnson gives the um, the owner gives the uh, coach head endorsement, and he almost he almost gives thinking. Like, I was like, I, I thought for a minute, I'm like – this game, not only is he going to blow it, they're going to freaking lose it. I'm, I'm thinking, is, is you endorse this? Even you need to bring him back? Amazing. I mean, I just, uh, like, you, you know that they're going to come back because that's what Rodgers wants. But, I mean, after, because Rodgers is probably going to be for one more year. After that, what's going to happen next? Because he, Rodgers, you know, and like Joe Meningo said, Rodgers is the de facto GM.
2: Once he leaves, what's going to happen? Because this is going to set the organization back for years. Yeah, take, take an atom bomb to the team. But you know what, though, Kevin? They pushed all the chips in, and that's it. Well, I agree, but, I mean, I, you know, I'm just tired of this because it, it reminds me of when
5: Melo was on the Knicks. They, they did so many things, plus Carmelo. After he left, it was like the Knicks were very first couple years. I'm like, this is – and this is why it, you're very worried about getting stars, but it, I just – that's just me with the Jets. But the Giants – look, DeVito – I loved it. I think it's time to let Taylor finish the season because he's the best option right now. As far as what happens in the offseason, yeah, you're right. DeVito's got to be the guy because don't draft the quarterback.
2: So you, you guys so won't be line
5: your first round and then So you let Taylor receiver, finish out the season then? I would rather uh, Taylor because, I mean, you see DeVito just so getting a little pressure too much, I think, for
2: I mean, it could be. It, it could be. It, that very well could be that he might be, you know. Because, you
5: know, he's just trying to figure him out. So
2: that's why I'm just thinking, like, maybe he needs a breather. Maybe let, maybe not the
5: whole season, but maybe for a game, sit the video down, get him calmed down, and then maybe the season. But now he gets gone.
2: Maybe that was so it, Kevin. my thought. Maybe that was the break that he needed, right, in that half there. That was it. Maybe that was it. Now he regroups. The mania has reached a fever pitch, and now it's cooling off. And let, it, let us all focus on football at this point, not the rest uh- of the stuff. I agree,
5: and there's a receiver, I, I got it. I'll I'll pull it up, but I saw it over the week. He's not a first rounder, but he's like in Temple, and he's a Staten Island kid. You know what? Bring him to New York because I think the Giants or Jets could use him. So hmm. I'm, you know, not a first round pick, but is the name Ahmad Ahmad I, I Anderson Jr.
2: Ahmad Anderson Jr. You like him?
5: Yep, I do. I saw what he does in Temple, 17 yards per game. He's pretty explosive. You know what? Not a first round talent, but. You could definitely use him in the receiving core for both teams. So, and the fact that I'm from the Staten Island too, a little bit of bias <laughs> well, That's, there, what, but that's love it.
2: That. <laughs> that's it, Kevin. All right. I mean, we'll see. I mean, he's a graduate student, so he's older. I I do like the older players coming out of the draft, and we'll see. Um, but oh man, I do not want to turn this. And thanks for the call there, Kevin. I appreciate love it. it. Um, I do not want to turn this into let's draft this guy, this guy, this guy. I haven't done my homework yet. I'm not going to say yeah, he's a good fit, and then all of a sudden he's like not. But hey, always rooting for the local kid, right? As we sit here right now in a Tommy DeVito t shirt. All right, uh, Roscoe, I see you there. We have to hit the break. We've got a Kevin Dexter update as he opens the door to the studio as I say that. Um, And then I'll be back with you at the top 11 p.m. hour. My name is Daniel McCartan on The Fan.
0: Let's talk about it. 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus.
2: Daniel McCartan with you till 2 a.m. That is Paulie Rosenberg on the ones and twos. That's right. He's <laughs> driving around. Thank you for making me part of your night here. Thank you making know, us part of your night. Or Whether you're undercovers, maybe, and that just woke you up. Good. I love it. That's the energy we're bringing tonight. And um, as I sit here in my Jersey Juice Tommy DeVito t-shirt, sent to me by a loyal listener, thank you very much, um, in the most Jersey story ever, ready for this. On my way home after the show tonight, I have to stop back at my mom and dad's house to um, to pick up what I forgot to take with me after Christmas. And in their mailbox, because obviously they're going to be sleeping, so in their mailbox, I have to stop by to pick up chicken cold cuts from an Italian deli in Englewood, a very good one, and a gallon sized... Ziploc bag of chocolate shell cannoli. No, I'm not making this up. This is the pit stop I have to make tonight. And I also, by the way, here in the newsroom brought um, tiramisu flavored panettone for everyone here. So I brought my own spoons and some napkins and plates and and I shook up I put the um, the, the chocolate powder on it, shook it up and put it out there, and I hope everybody's enjoying it out there. Um, a tiramisu-flavored panettone. Yeah, so uh, Buon Natale. Merry Christmas. Happy bel- Merry belated Christmas. Merry belated Hanukkah. And happy Kwanzaa while we're at it. 877-337-6666. Plan to have a nice sandwich tomorrow with a chocolate shell cannoli. Cannolo on the side. And I do plan to hit the gym tomorrow, <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Uh, all right, we we'll go out to a line two. We go to we go to Roscoe in Brooklyn. Thanks for hanging. What's going on?
6: What's going on, Coach? It sounds like you got an infatuation with Tommy Boy there. It sounds like you're wearing a shirt. You, you know,
7: you're, you're 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 huffing
6: and puffing about why they take him out and the whole development. I mean, Tyron Taylor gave almost gave you, us the uh, best. Roscoe, would you ask a male?
2: W- Roscoe, would you say that to a male host?
6: No, wait, what? I mean, I didn't say nothing wrong. Tommy DeVito rocking. is
2: the best man for the job. That's no, what it he's is.
6: Not. That's no, what... He's not. It, it, it showed in New England it showed it in New Orleans too.
2: Did you see how Tyrod Taylor did missed what Darren Waller wide open it,
6: last night? I I get all that. I get all that. But that's it. The the fun is over. Now they're playing football. Now you gotta play football. That's great. Good. I'm
2: glad. I'm glad the fun's over. Let's go play football.
6: I'm glad that I, I'm glad that he got his opportunity. If he really deserves it, let him win the job now from Tyron Taylor. Tyron got hurt. Remember, he got hurt. So that's why Tommy is balling now. Cool. But he, he's not he's not cut out for what's what was going on. What was gonna happen to him yesterday was the same thing that was gonna happen to him in New Orleans. So I I I guess we saw the, the writing on the wall, and I'm sorry I offended you. I'm, I'm, That's okay, I think, Roscoe. I'm just, I
2: know you're a good guy.
6: Yeah, I
2: did. You know,
6: we, we met before, too. We met at the bathroom in the, that summer in the, in the Memorial
2: Day, remember? Yeah, yeah, i sure. Who was going to go in there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But
2: anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 because there was no lock on the door. So it was like, Nothing. you wait right there. Like someone's right. in there. <laughs>
6: Someone's in there, and there was someone in there. I know, but anyway, it, 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 it was a, it was it was a fun ride for Tommy. Let I want I, I get it. Tyron Taylor's not going to be here next year. Let's see what we got with Tommy. This whole notion, of these guys don't want to lose. The Giants had a chance to win yesterday, man, and that pick six. It, it, that just it popped up out of nowhere. It happened. Pick six, the fumble. Things happen. But Tyrod Taylor would have gave us the best shot, and he almost did. I'm, I'm out with that.
2: Yeah, Roscoe, I, I can't agree, and he, and he hung up there. But I can't agree with you on that. I mean, t- Tyrod Taylor was, it was, first of all, the comeback was a pick six, like you said. Pick six by Adoree Jackson, who is a free agent next season, by the way. Pick six by Dory Jackson, ter- returns it all the way, seven points there. They're set up on a the most cockamamie, I haven't even seen it in a Madden NFL football game. On a kick return, was it? Or punt return? Kick return, I think it was. Two two Eagles, boom, ran into each other. Fumble, picked up by the Giants. The drive starts at the 14. You tell me Tommy DeVito couldn't punch the ball in from the 14-yard line. I mean, it, it was set up. It, it was set up. The Giants were set up right there. Nice. Good. The run game started to, to, to take off. I mean, I'm not arguing that Tommy DeVito is better than, than Tyrod Taylor. I think we all know that Tyrod Taylor is a better more seasoned quarterback. But there's no chance at the playoffs right now. And I'm not saying take the season because I I still consider myself an athlete. I definitely am still a coach. I would never tell my team, tank, lose the game. Don't do your best. I would never. But for a quarterback in Tyron Taylor, who's not going to be on this roster next year, and for a quarterback in Tommy DeVito, who the Giants have to make a decision on next year, whether to keep or cut or, or... Keep on the practice squad or elevate to the active roster. I mean, be the backup. I mean, there's so much to, left to evaluate with him that they can't afford to sit to sit his ride the pine on the bench to sit him on the bench for the rest of this season. You know what? It probably came down
8: came down to for Dable is that they haven't beat Philly in about five decades. And <laughs> after the first half, he knew that if Devito stayed in the game, no matter what they think of him in their future, and everyone has different takes, right? There's no shot they were winning that game with DeVito. He wanted a spark. Just like they wanted a spark from Tyra, they went to DeVito. They flipped it. Now, listen, they had no idea they were going to fumble the the uh, the opening kickoff of the second half. That's fair. But the throw he made to Slayton, like, DeVito is just not making that throw. He's just not making that throw.
2: So, But, baby, DeVito makes a rollout throw to, to, to a wide-open Darren Waller.
8: Well, Waller couldn't catch a cold yesterday as well. And, to be but, fair— but you can't it, it, catch it at your feet. And to be fair, you do balls with your feet. Right, that that was a bad throw from Tyrod uh, on that final drive. Again, that being said, I think Dable wanted a win in Philly. I think he said, you know what, F it. I can't win with DeVito. I think maybe we have a chance with Tyrod Taylor. With the veteran quarterback in that environment against that team. And, and, and again, we can go back and forth. Yeah. It, it's not the officials. It wasn't this or that. The other, the Eagles are just like so much better than the Giants. They are. It, it's no, like, they are. And I think that's that's the crux of it, right? And I think most Giants fans realize that, and understand that, but they also hate the team, hated rival, probably their most one, even more so than the than the Cowboys and the Jets. And Dable like, you know what? I can't stand losing these guys anymore. We're not winning with Tommy DeVito. I want to win right now. I just want to win today's game. I want to get the monkey off my back today.
2: Well, it didn't work out for him, did it? Now he's got a quarterback controversy on his hands.
8: It's not a. Con- I don't see. I don't think it's a controversy because the team's not going anywhere. It's that not- there's two game. There's a game left. They- nothing's happening with them. Are people really going to get that bent out of shape if Tommy DeVito doesn't start next week? I am.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I, I am. Is, is
8: that what Giants fans are? Uh, is that is that where we're uh, going?
2: I would get. Uh, yeah. I yeah. This is what I would ask
8: if you're a Giants fan. Who gives you a better chance to win? Tyrod Taylor or Tommy DeVito. But it's
2: not about winning. I mean, it is about winning. Of course it is. But they're not. You just said they're not going anywhere. No, I,
8: I understand that. I, I'm sure they're not. From a fan's perspective, if I'm a Giants fan, I'm a, I'm a Jets fan. If I'm a Giants fan, I want Tommy DeVito to start because I think Tommy DeVito sucks and I think he has a better chance of making the Giants lose. That's what I think in my head. Well, it, I it, think Tyrod Taylor is a veteran quarterback who knows how to win.
2: I mean, let's not go that far. But I would say that he is a veteran quarterback. He, <laughs> but listen. Starting Tommy DeVito, for me, wouldn't signal losing. Starting Tommy DeVito, for me, would, would, would signal looking at the future, figuring out the future. Do we need, and this is me being like in the front office, do we need to draft a quarterback, to be the backup to Daniel Jones? Do we need to, to, to look at the guys that are going to be free agents next season? Or can we rely on this guy to be the backup? He showed flashes, orchestrated game-winning drive on national TV against the Packers. With all the hype at its fever pitch, all the eyes on him. That's that's what I'm trying to evaluate moving forward. 877-337-6666. We go to Joe in Parsippany. What's going on, Joe?
4: Hey, how you doing, Danielle?
2: I'm great. How are you?
4: Good, good. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, comment. Um, I think the the three wins that the Giants had were uh, a lot to do with the defense and the competition that they were playing in those three games. Um, not as much as Danny, uh, Tommy DeVito, and then um, <laughs> I say
2: I say you know, Danny well, too. I catch myself too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it
4: happens. Um, and then you know, yesterday they just need. I, I I don't. You know, whoever was saying it before, they just needed a spark. I mean, we've been getting you know demolished by Philly. You needed something and. It was a game where, you know, the first half where I, I, I even turned it off, you know, being a diehard Giants fan. I turned it off. It was Oof. so bad. I said, I'm going to watch a Christmas movie. I'm going to watch a Christmas movie. And then I look at my phone. And I say they're coming back. And I noticed Tyra Taylor was in there. Um, you, you know, you needed that. He gave them a chance to win that game. Now, moving forward, now that you're out of the playoffs, you know, now I don't see it. it you know, it doesn't hurt to go back to DeVito. But the last night they had to try something new. You had to try to beat the
9: Eagles.
2: I mean, maybe, but and also, too, but to go back to what you said, too, about, about Green Bay Packers, I mean, out of those three wins that they had, Washington, okay, uh, New England, okay, New England, okay, yeah, and then Green Bay. I mean, Green Bay they, they fighting for a playoff spot in that game on national TV.
4: Yeah, you look at it, though, too. You know, Jordan Luck, their interception, uh, they fumbled the kickoff. Uh, there was another fumble by one of the running backs. Defense caused three turnovers in that game. Now, I know DeVito you know, led them to a uh, winning drive there. But that would have, you know, I know that happened. That would have happened if Barkley didn't fumble the ball. But a lot of that was the turnovers by Green Bay. Now, like I said, he's been playing well, and that's great. But, uh, I mean, the, the hype is, you know, you had somebody on the air. Um, Sal Licata was already saying that he was better than Daniel Jones. No, that's ridiculous. Better uh, runner that's
2: than Daniel Jones. Ridiculous, uh, yeah. yeah
4: there, there was just too much hype. And, you know, that's the thing. But, you know what, moving forward, let them play. You know, we're out of the playoffs. I know yesterday, going into that game, we don't have a real shot of making the playoffs. Right. But Correct. technically, you're still in it. And you got to be silly because it's getting ridiculous how badly we look with them being a playoff team last year even and just getting smoked by them by three times. you had you, you, you got to be competitive. And at least we were yesterday against them. And I think that that was a lot to do with Tyrod. But moving forward, like I said, you know, it's no harm playing them.
2: Exactly. And, and and you're going to go with him moving forward. But for me, for me, the spark wasn't the quarterback. For me, the spark was the running game getting going. The offensive line looking like competent. That was the spark for me. And of course, the quarterback play is going to improve there. Tommy DeVito would have improved too with that. I mean, and, and, and not to mention again, that game plan opened up for Tyrod Taylor. They allowed him to throw the ball down the field. When you're allowing your quarterback to have an average air yards of 1.1 yards per pass, I mean, as the defense, you could load up on that. You know, you you could crowd the box, crowd the line, send the zero. You know, it's not going to go down the field. Why not give to, to, Tommy DeVito the the advantage in that too? Mike Kafka, what's what's the deal there, Kafka? Why is one allowed to throw downfield and the other one's not? We go to Joe in Montville, New Jersey. What's going on, Joe? (laughs) Hi, Danielle. Real quick, I'm just getting home from work, and I
7: live right next to Parsippany, so you got two Joes. (laughs) And
3: Joe, Um, you know what? Real
2: quick. My principal is named Joe, and he lives in Montville, and uh, he's an Eagles fan, so I I actually thought that that was going to be him on the phone. (laughs)
4: That's not good. We're going to have to track him down.
9: Real quick. Um, I do want to talk about Danny, De- uh, Danny, uh, Tommy DeVito, but the fixing uh tanking games, to me, that equates to fixing games. I'm so dead set against that, and I'm tired of people bringing it up, even the media, even suggesting tanking games. That's fixing games. We need to do away with that. As sure. far as DeVito's is concerned with Tyrone, I'm trying to make this quick because I want to get out of the car. Um, Tyrone is not signed for next year. He needs to go back to the bench. We need to make sure that DeVito could be a legitimate backup quarterback. Yes. And that's all that matters because Jones, the the other quarterback is not going nowhere. He's signed through next year and and let's just put this all
2: to rest. Right. That's it. And and Joe, you you, you nailed it, Joe. And that's it. And and that's it. You need to figure out, like I was just saying, and you just said it again, you need to figure out where this kid fits in, in your depth chart. You're not going to be able to do that when he's, when he's parked on the bench. You are just not, Someone on Twitter, at Coach MCC, A-R-T-A-N, brought up, well, you're, you're also evaluating the other players on the roster. Okay, I asked who. I asked who, because if you look at the contracts, there are many players offensively that are still going to be under contracts for the 2024 season. I think that the wide receiver that um, Paris Campbell is going to be a free agent, who cares? You know, Wondell Robinson's a rookie. I mean... Who are you evaluating? Put the quarterback in there. Put DeVito in there. Go to Jake in Rockland County. What's going on, Jake?
10: Yeah, hi. I just wanted to say that there is zero reason why Tyra Taylor should be the starting quarterback for the rest of the season. You need to evaluate Tommy DeVito. The anyways lose the next two games. Might as well see how good Tommy DeVito is. Mm-hmm. And listen, they have to keep throwing up the ball to Jalen Hyatt and check out He's doing the the seasons, they're already eliminated. What do you say about Jalen Hyatt? Oh,
2: you know what? I, I, I got to verify this on my own, but I did hear this on the radio. Zero targets for, for Jalen Hyatt the other night? Zero targets? Are you kidding me? How do you not target the guy?
10: Yeah, and and Tommy DeVito's a guy to start for the next uh, two games. There's zero point for Tyrod Taylor. The caller before said it. He's just sitting on the bench. Uh, what's the point of time to be just sitting on the bench if you need to see what if she even make it to the roster next season and Tyrod Taylor is a free agent?
2: Yep, exactly. And Tyrod Taylor, Jake, is not going to be part of this team next year. Not with $36.5 million to spend in in Cap Wiggle Room as of right now. And he made $7 million this year as a backup. And yep, I'm just looking at right now. New York receiving. Targets not... One for Jalen Hyatt. Not one. That's, that you want to evaluate talent? You put you st- better start putting Jalen Hyatt in position to catch the ball. I'm Daniel McCartan. I, I, I'm going to unzip this here. I got my trumpet here with me tonight to send the newly mathematically eliminated New York Giants off to the offseason in the most sincere and honorable way I know how. I'm Daniel McCarn. Don't move.
0: We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app.
2: Welcome back to The Fan. If those guitar riffs don't get you pumped, I don't know what does. Seriously. My name is Daniel McCartan. I hope you're not counting sheep right now. I hope you're locked in, tuned in. 877-337-6666 is the phone number to call. And uh, you know what? Uh, With the loss in Philly on Christmas night, there was no Christmas miracle for the New York football giants. They are officially mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. And tonight, right here... On WFAN, you and I, Danielle McCartan, we will send them off in the the best, most honorable way that I know how. So I've put together a little montage of clips from Coach Dable and some recognizable Giants players' voices, and uh, they'll play over my live rendition of, yes, you asked for it. Many of you asked for it. I've got my trumpet here ready to play taps for the giants 2024 season this is um needs a little oil it's a little rusty i have not played this trumpet since well, oh, whoever the last team to get eliminated was and i guess it was the yankees so that that was a while ago uh hasn't been played in months so we'll see how this one goes um all right polly go ahead hit the clip
11: no more victories in the NFL. We get paid to win games, so we got to start winning these games. I'd say collectively, just not good enough. Pretty
10: much take any area, just uh, wasn't good enough. And I've been trying to enjoy it every single day. I've said it before, I say it again. You never know what snap is your last, so I try to go out and make the most of every snap that I'm out there. And um, appreciate it every snap that I've had. And just try to keep on moving forward.
12: Yeah, I mean it's definitely difficult, and um, you know, I don't think anybody in this building thought we'd be. Know where we are at this point.
2: Is that right, Ray? Did it right?
8: Yeah, no, I I, I thought that that was much better than I thought I anticipated it would be, and that's all you used to do. But it's much better. (laughs) Much better than I thought it would be.
2: Oh, don't worry, we're going to do it again for the Jets a little later on in the show (laughs) now that I'm a little warmed up here. Uh, Yeah, so that's that. So, uh, unfortunately for the Giants, the season is over, and that is the most best respectable way I can do that. Um, But the one thing I will say is this. I'll get to your calls at 877-337-6666, which is a testament to head coach Brian Teeble. For me, t- earlier today it was hard to dig through and watch all these giants videos to put together that clip because so many of the player interviews that I found were players not feeling sorry for themselves. It was a lot of players turning the page, looking to work hard, get on to the next week. And you got to appreciate that. And, and overall, I really I really do think that Brian Dable has done an excellent job with this team. Team. It's just this 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 controversy that at the quarterback position. Yes, it is. I think uh, the one that he created and what he said and what he did and you know I just really could do without it. I think it's it, it's tainting um, what he's done and, and and all the hard work that he's put in with this team so far. Uh, it, it should be Tommy DeVito through the end of the season. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. In the order that you call, we go to John in Allentown, Pennsylvania. What's going on, John?
3: Hi, Daniel. How are you? I'm great. How are you? All right. Um, I think the Giants are kind of in a uh, no-lose situation. No-lose. With the quarterback. Yeah, go ahead. That's why I think, and I, I know you want DeVito to play, but I look at it this way. I think Brian Dable, knowing he's the offensive guy he is and the work he's done with quarterbacks, I think he probably already knows what DeVito can or can't do. So, therefore, you've got two games left. The Giants lost a tough game to the Eagles yesterday. They're done for the season. Mm -hmm. However, they could, there's 52 men men on the roster. They could play, I think Tarad is probably a better quarterback than DeVito is. He is. So I think they could go out and beat the Rams if they play Tarad, and then they could potentially beat the Eagles and the culture and the, I know everybody hates the word culture, but the atmosphere of the Giants would be better off then potentially, if they play Devito, and I would say if they're going to play Devito the last two games, I'm going to say this word. I think they're going to they could play him, but I think they would ultimately be tanking the last two games. That's what I look at it. Like. See, I, and I think I, they could. That's how I, that's how I look at it. Like.
2: I know, and it's a good evaluation there, and it's a good insight you brought about the Dayball thing, and maybe he does know what he is, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But putting Devito in is not. Tanking because he played he five games besides his Eagles game he, five games he won three of the five you know so to me that that's not he brought this franchise back to to the, the relevancy this season can you imagine what we'd be talking about if he didn't do that
3: uh, yes I agree but I so okay so tanking is the wrong word but I think they're yeah. they're to me to Rob's better they're playing they're trying. The, there's leftist DeVito's out there. If they go out and they beat the Rams on Sunday or whenever they're playing, I forget with all these weekend games,
1: yeah.
7: they could
3: potentially keep the Rams from making the playoffs. Eh. And so, therefore, that's something that if you believe in the team builds on. And I, maybe they don't eliminate the Rams, but they could beat the Rams. And if they go out and they beat the Rams, I think they got a better chance beating them with Sarad. Then that builds better going forward than. DeVito going out and maybe having a close game and maybe not with
2: Yeah, but I like that better, John. And I'd rather have that because, again, who's going to be on this Who is under contract in this team for next year and who's not? You know, you got guys that are literally rallying around Tommy Cutlets over there, Tommy DeVito. The, the, the locker room loves him. And this is a dangerous uh, situation. This is a precarious situation of being because this is like as I was thinking about this today I was running outside and I was thinking this is like Mike White, Zach Wilson all over again. The 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 phenomenon of Mike White, right? The t-shirts and the whole thing. It's kind of like the phenomenon of 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 DeVito. And and maybe Brian Dable does know. You know, because I talked to DeVito's dad. DeVito's dad had a uh, many nice things to say about Brian Table and how he's helped develop his son, and he also shouted out Bergen County's um, Mike Teal too. By the way, Mike Teal and and Dayball, his dad told me, are the two biggest influences in his quarterbacking career. Maybe he does know what he is, but that doesn't that you don't get any. You're not getting any game reps. You're not getting any better. Let him get better. Jay in Westfield, New Jersey. What's going on, Jay?
7: Hey, what's going on, Danielle? Good to good to talk. I uh, never, t- never spoke to you before. I had a quick uh, little comment about Tommy DeVito. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so first and foremost, my buddy's girlfriend grew up with him. He always grew up as a stud. He has a quarterback mentality. We got table there. He's the quarterback guy. I think he's going to keep developing, keep Tommy DeVito. And, of course, I mean, Tyrod Taylor is going to cost too much to keep them, too. Unluckiest quarterback in the NFL. That's, you know, nothing to control. Yeah. But the funny story I had was that uh, – oh, I'm on speaker. I'm sorry. I was talking about it on the phone. Tom my, – my buddy's cousin dated Tommy DeVito.
2: My buddy's cousin dated him. Okay. Yeah, and she said he
7: is not that great of a guy. Hmm. So it's something something to discover there. Only person he dated in high school didn't really like him. I don't know.
2: Hmm. But could, could That must mean big things there. And he hung up. I didn't. Wow. I wanted to know why not. I was interested to see why not. Well, Paul, where do you think that story was gonna go? <laughs> My buddies what was it? My buddies cousins. cousins. Buddy, <laughs> buddy's cousin. Buddy, I don't know. Cousin? Buddy the elf. Uh, buddy buddy elf. What's your favorite color? <laughs> hey, watch out for the yellow ones when you leave. They don't stop. No. <laughs> oh man, Paul. We have entered that hour. I think it's time.
8: Well, here's the thing. Normally, I would say that's like a prank call, but I don't think it was. I think it was pretty. I, I, I think that was a serious thing. He hung up the phone when oh, I I'm, when I'm I asked for more he, info. Just... I'm I'm saying the aspect the the idea of the call, because there's prank calls and there's not. The idea of that call, I think, was genuine.
2: Hmm. We'll never know, because I think it wasn't. We're on different two different sides of the fence here.
8: I. Why on earth are you calling up a sports radio station <laughs> at eleven thirty, making up that story? I don't know. I don't know.
2: <laughs> we got to have something better to do at eleven thirty, and I didn't make up that story. Paul, you've been here in the overnights. You've heard the calls, you've heard them. That's the point. This isn't the. It's eleven
8: thirty on a Tuesday night. You gotta have something better to do. See, I know all the school kids are off this week. I appreciate that. I understand that. Have something better to do.
2: There you go. Have something better better to do. Let's go to Josh in the Bronx. What's up, Josh? I'm telling you, that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on it's like
5: twitter on the telephone i don't know <laughs> twitter know, on the but...
1: telephone <laughs>
5: Yeah, right You're tweeting um, on the phone oh anyway my god in regard to the um the future you know next year's draft for the uh, jets and giants and yeah. everything you know everybody's going to call you up with their scenarios and everything mm-hmm. i just want to you know, see what happens the last few weeks here in the NFL and everything and, you know, you'll make your evaluations and you'll get a clear look at what's going on and also in the free agency with the, uh, you know, with the NFL and everything. Mm -hmm. Thank you for taking my call. You and Pauly have, you know, continued success with the holiday season and everything and the great 2020-24. I'll be listening to you in the future and have a have a great night. Thank, oh, thank you for you. taking my call.
2: Appreciate right. that, Josh. And uh, you're going to be hearing a lot of me over the next couple of days. And Polly, uh, we're back to back tomorrow night, right? Uh, yes,
8: we are. Well, I'm on thir- Thursday morning at two a.m. Okay, so, so I am following you tomorrow after yes. your shift
2: tomorrow night, right? So that's a back-to-back back to back belly to belly,
8: back to back belly to belly. Two a.m. to six a.m. on Thursday for sports, life, culture, dog show, <laughs> and how to handle New Year's Eve if uh, you uh. know as a sports fan.
2: Okay, me. I'm gonna be taking notes and stuff, and watching the ball drop, and being ready. I'm I'm on New Year's Day. two, well, two to seven.
8: Here's the thing. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna give away the entire premise and the entire oh, show here. I'm not. Okay. Gonna, I'm not gonna do that. All right. But if if you're if you're in a relationship and the girl wants to get ready and go out, or the other way around. We have, 10, we have 12 football games on Sunday night. Like, there has to be a little bit of give and take in that area, and I'm going to uh, say what I think uh, on that note. There has to be a little give and take with New Year's Eve plans on Sunday. Hmm. Just like there was on this past uh, Sunday on Christmas Eve and on Christmas, three games on Christmas, a lot of uh, hand-washing had to be done.
2: Were the Packers on? Yeah, m- my brother and I were fighting over the TV for the Jets and the Packers. On Christmas Eve, that was. They right. Well, and I'm gone. not
8: even talking about, like, we have different family members over, and they like different teams. I am just talking about from the, no, like, your ass is not watching TV. This is Christmas Eve. Like, you're not watching this. Like, you're spending time with your family. Like, I was just coming in from that. Like, no. Like, I can't have you watch seven hours of football New Year's Eve. We need to go and get ready. We had dinner reservations at six thirty, and then we're taking a midnight cruise out on, you know, on
2: the Hudson River. Well, like, no,
8: you're not doing that. We
2: got phones and everything nowadays, Paul.
8: I don't want to ruin the show, but well, well, you're not. Why? I'm. No one's pulling out their phone at the New Year's Eve dinner. Come on, that no. Do one of
2: these. Do...
8: <laughs> no one's doing that.
2: 877-337-6666. I know it's eleven forty. Can we go to Rocco? We can. All right, let's let's go to Rocco up in Saratoga. What's going on, Rocco?
13: yes good evening danielle how are you I'm great. happy holidays you too. thank you i hope i hope santa treated you well and i hope you were a good girl i'm
2: sure i didn't get any coal i guess if that's what you're asking okay then you were a
13: good girl no coal in the stockings I mean but i hope you got something good from santa but anyway um yeah what's the story with the uh cutler kid it looks like he's overcooked Huh? Oh, he that was a, a good one.
2: That was a good one, here, Rocco.
13: I think his mom overfried the cup. That's
2: with. what it is. Sometimes it happens, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Hey,
13: you mean he's not Joe Montana? <laughs> Never said oh, he was. My God. <laughs> I'm disappointed. man. Here I thought the second coming of Montana. Who said and, that? And look, and he's not. Rocco, who I said that? I'm being facetious, Danielle. Oh, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on! Can't you tell when I'm joking, Danielle?
2: I mean, not really.
13: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then that's why. Okay. Well, oh, come on, Joe Montana. Yeah, no. come on, come on! Not the Notre Dame great, my Joe Montana. Come no, on. not yeah, happening, right. right? Not happening, Danielle, is it? So, what's the story? What are the Giants going to do with this situation? Is is the Cutler kid going to play the last two games. Let's see what he has. Is he going to be a back-up? We know what Tyrod is, right? There's no surprise there. He's right. been a lifelong journeyman. You know what you're getting. He's a good guy. He's a good quarterback. I heard he's a hell of a guy in the locker room. Everyone yeah, loves him.
2: He looks like one. Everyone and in every interview him. I've seen, he, you know, he says he prepares like he's a starting quarterback and, and all that, and I believe him, you know. And he's yeah. he's a, he's a helpful guy. I, he he is a right. consummate professional. But Absolutely, it should be the cutler kid over the next two days for two games for the Giants,
13: right? Yeah, I agree. We know uh, Tyrod, and he'll do it. He won't. It's not like Tyrod's going to go to coach. Hey, look, uh, you know I'm the veteran. I've proven what I could do. I should. He's probably encouraging the coach to let the cutler kid play. I'm sure. Let the Cutler kid play and see what he's got. Let's see if we can use him as a backup next year when Daniel Jones, uh, who knows, doesn't get injured next year and, and is the starting to be. Because the Giants have to decide in the upcoming draft which way they're going to go. Right. Well, now, that's the thing. A Rocko,
2: you, the Giants are, are not in win mode, and no, although they might win. It's one of those situations where if they win, oh, all right. If they lose, it's like, all right. They're in evaluation mode overall. The Giants are overall in evaluation mode moving forward. That's it. And uh, well, I had something else to add to that. <laughs> I forgot. I didn't write it down. See, when I don't write things down, I forget them. But the Giants absolutely are in evaluation mode. And, and you know what? Here's what I was going to say. For those people who are, are clamoring for Tyrod Taylor to start these games, you're probably the same people that would call me up and complain about the Giants losing ground in the 2024 draft order. You're probably the same people. You can't please, you can't please your people. 877-337-6666. As we continue here, maybe we open up the conversation now about the, the, the officiating. Uh, what, what would you give a grade to the officiating in that Giants game? Me? I'd say F. I mean, Really? And, and listen, you never want to blame an L on the officials, but that was pretty egregious. I'm Daniel McCartney. It's 877 337 6666.
0: The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus.
2: This song is a classic. <laughs> I know every word to this song, but I'm not, I'm not, because a curse word might slip out, and I'd have to dump myself, and that's going to be a big problem. Anyway, I'm Danielle McCartan with you on The Fan. we got Paulie Rosenberg on the ones and twos for another 10 minutes. Then we say hello to Ami Lavi. But in the meantime, um, you know, I, a story that came out uh, from, that, from that football game on, on Christmas was the fact that Aaron Judge... And Tommy DeVito were in the same restaurant. Now, this isn't a joke. It's not the setup to a joke here. DeVito told Schrager that he was out to dinner in New York City. And Aaron Judge, who was also at the same restaurant, offered to pick up his bill. That what a captain he is, right? But Peter Schrager, who is excellent, and maybe he did and they edited it out. He missed an opportunity to ask DeVito what he ordered. The captain of the New York Yankees is paying or offering to pay your bill at dinner. You know you're doing something right. Anyway, 877-337-6666. And the word DeVito is trending on Twitter. Just got a tweet from uh, at Coach MCCARTN from St. Christopher John. He says, bad show tonight, Coach. Too much Tommy DeVito talk. Bad show? I didn't think that made it bad. <laughs> and we got that two more hours together. We go to Michael in Lake Mary, Florida. What's going on, Michael? Hey, how's it going, Danielle? I'm great. How are you? Uh hope you had a great Christmas. You too. Thank you. Awesome. So definitely
14: agree with all your points about uh what the plan should be going forward to uh you know, to stick with uh with Tommy DeVito because it's about next year, it's about developing, it's about seeing what the future is because there'll be a place for Tyrod, just not here. There's no there's no future for him here. Right. So, Totally agree with that. But I wanted to touch on some of that officiating in that game because, you know, <laughs> it's bad enough, you know, you're you're trying to fight a team that you're not as talented as and, right. and, and, and you're already up against an uphill battle as it is. But there were some calls in that game that were just super questionable. And and the the two that really blow out at me are one was uh was Wandale Robinson getting completely mugged oh, on my. that pass interference. Not even calling it. I mean
2: I mean, How the, many times is that oh, the, the defender's news. head was not even looking for the ball. It was a obli- it was obvious. Obvi- it, it was an obvious defensive pass interference. Obvious textbook. Not even close. Not even close. But the one that
14: really is, that really kills me is the Waller catch right before the last pat the last ditch effort at the end of the game. He catches the ball with seventeen seconds left. He yeah. gets dinged right. He gets up after a couple of seconds, hands the ball to the ref, and the ref is standing there. He's just standing there. He's got to sprint that ball to the umpire to yep. place it down. What has to happen? Saquon Barkley was the one who grabbed the ball and ran up to the official to right. put it down with three seconds. But, oh, so guess what? That clock runs out. Game's over. Not even a chance mm-hmm. there. So, look, it still would be a long shot to, to tie it up, but come on. They could have got two more plays there, Danielle. Yeah. They could have had a... It had a 10-yard out pass. Now it's maybe a 15- or 16-yard pass to the end zone. Mm-hmm. So, but you know what the bottom line is? When you're a bad team, you don't get these
2: calls. Right. I just see it all the time. You know what? There was another call on John Michael Schmitz, too, when he, when he, oh. they called a false start on him. I was like, wait, what? Because, you uh, know, Michael, I, I was in the, 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 what's it called, the survivor pool, and I had the Steelers that night. They, had, they called what? the same exact call on the Steelers, going mm-hmm. in to, to, you know, to score, you know, almost the same exact situation. They called it false start on the Steelers in that situation. Oh. The, the, on the, the center. center.
14: I mean, the center's allowed to pick his head up a little bit. I, it's, if You ha- you just can't make that extra type of move. And I watched that over and over again. I was like, there's no way. There's no way that he that. But, again, that's a 5-9 team not getting
2: that call. That's just the way I feel about it. Yeah. But,
14: Anyway, you have a great night. Talk
2: to you this week, okay? All right, thanks, Michael. Appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't ever want to comp- call out officiating, complain about officiating, but there were some egregious misses in that, and like he just outlined, there were some egregious misses in that game. That I don't want to say cost the Giants a game because I don't want to be that dramatic, but you, you know, the Waller, the Schmitz false start, the the the. Non-defensive pass interference call on Wondell Robinson. I mean, these are three momentous plays for this team that were just didn't go their way. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. It's fifty five, which means we have to take a quick break. Uh, a Kevin Dexter update. And my name is Daniel McCartan with you till two, right here on the Fan.
0: Call us 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus.
2: Welcome back into the fan. My name is Daniel McCartan. Now we are entering McCartan at midnight territory. Yep, the super utility around here. I'll be back here tomorrow at this exact same time, pretty much, and uh, also on Thursday night, and again Saturday and New Year's Day, and lots of work, and I love it. I love it. I love it. So, but twelve o'clock, the stroke of midnight, also means we uh, we we say goodbye to Paul Rosenberg. We'll see him tomorrow night, and we say hello to Rami Lobby. Rami, what's going on tonight? Hey, how oh, yeah. are you
15: happy holidays you too haven't seen you since i yeah. guess the holidays so yeah happy holidays oh, thanks
2: you too appreciate it <laughs> uh if you follow me on uh on social media or maybe you know me in real life there are a f- only a few shows that i do not miss and one of which is uh yeah nerd alert jeopardy <laughs> and uh you know, sometimes, just sometimes, when, when they have the sports-related questions, I'll post them up on social media, at Coach MCCARTAN, um, just for you to answer. The other night, I, I forget the name of the category. I usually put it, but I just, honestly, I was too lazy to, to rewind it and go back and get it. But um, the question was, or I guess the answer was, back in 1936, Louis or Lewis Meyer drank buttermilk. On victory lane after winning this auto race and a tradition was born. What's the name of the race? Of course, the answer is the Indy 500. But it just made me think of a story. Like, that answer, and I kind of went into, like, creative mode here. When the Jets played the Colts in Indianapolis, it was Thursday Night Football, maybe two years ago, I went. But... You know me. I'm not just going to sit around in a hotel room in a new city and just watch my watch and and count down the minutes until kickoff. I was there for a finite amount of time. I I did did good. I I took a ride. I I did a tour of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I kissed the bricks, the whole thing. But when we got down to the winner's circle, they told us about that tradition of of drinking milk. You know, on on, on Victory's Lane at the at the uh, Indy 500. They told us all about it. So, me, who I'm I'm like a small child. I don't drink milk without chocolate or, or strawberry syrup mixed in it, okay? Fine. I would I asked, of course, because I'm curious. I raised my hand and I said, "Hey, um I don't drink Milk, if it doesn't have chocolate or strawberry syrup in it, can I have that? If I won the Indy 500, and the answer was no, the only options are whole milk, two percent, or skim. So of course I asked, well, why not? And the tour director at the Indy 500, at, you know, said that the chocolate or the strawberry milk, when they were photographed, like back in the day when like cameras still had like the sound with like the Fire that came out of it, I guess. But when they were photographed back in the day, and then eventually when it evolved into a black and white um, broadcast on TV, milk other than the color white would not show up well. And that's why the milk has to be white, because it shows up better on back then in photos and back then on TV. So in case you were wondering, the drivers, of course, are pulled perf- or, or, or beforehand. And they're asked... Which type of milk would you like if you win? And this year, 28 drivers picked whole milk, two picked 2%, and two picked skim. So, now you know. There you go. 877-337-6666 is the phone number to get aboard. A little mishmash of topics tonight, but really mostly around the Giants' starting quarterback situation. we we'll talk about the Jets in a second. Um, also, if you want to talk baseball, I'm always down for that. Some hockey as well. we got some hockey Um on tap for the last hour of the show tonight. Hope you enjoy that, and we'll see. And and wherever, wherever your calls take us. Again, I'm Danielle McCart with you on The Fan. till 2, we go out to uh, Lakewood, New Jersey, in line one, Ralph is up on The Fan.
9: Hey, Danielle, how are you?
2: I'm great, how are you?
9: Good, long time no speak. That's right. Okay, (laughs) let's make this
2: better than the last
9: one. Um, So I I think I have... uh, The solution to the Jet problem. I think I know why the Jets have a problem, and I think I may have the answer. Okay. And I'm not coming with the typical get Tomlin, get better players. How do I know this? Because I'm a big Detroit Lions fan.
1: Okay. And we
9: struggle with the same exact issue for years. We're just bottom of the barrel, when my friends ask me, who do I go for? It's, I gotta look around, make sure no one's listening, and I whisper Detroit Lions. <laughs> See, I'm <buried. laughs> Not really, I'm Barry. Yeah. And, and the Lions view themselves before this year as just people who can't get it done. So no matter how talented you are, there's no stigma that since you have been so bad for years you're just automatically going to blow it. And that mentality grows, and it grows. And a culture change means that a coach comes in and he says, forget the pe- – like, I don't want to hear what you used to be or what happened. It's over. We start new today, right? You, if your friend asks you, who do you go for, you look at them with pride and say, the Detroit Lions – You don't sit there and shy away, and the team takes on that mentality of just going to be the team that you know us for. We're going to be tough. We're going to scare you, and the players stop buying into that and
2: believing it. All right, so how does that tie into the Jets here?
9: Because the Jets have the same exact issue. It's not about getting Aaron Rodgers. It's not about getting great players. It's about a coach coming in like Dan Campbell did and convince the players that what you knew until now is no longer what we're going to put forward on the table. Now, is that, now is, is
2: Robert Sala the guy to do that for the Jets is zero, the question. Zero. Yes. Zero. And, and a guy like
9: Belichick or whatever, a guy who's a phenomenal coach – is not going to do that either because it's not about X's and O's. You need a motivator. You need someone to make them not remember who the Jets were. And when Salis said, oh, we're not the same old Jets, you know why it's a mistake? Because he's acknowledging the fact that the Jets used to be garbage, but, hey, we're not the same old Jets. If you look at Campbell's uh, motivation speeches, he wouldn't even dare say that because it's not—it's not a thing anymore. We're a different identity going forward. Don't bring me up, same old Jeff, same old No, this concept anymore. Yeah. Don't believe it. Sure,
2: Ralph, I get it, and, and I don't—and I don't think that Robert Sala is a leader of men. We've—we've we've talked about that here on the show. Um I didn't like the all gas, no brakes. I said it when it happened. I mean, I caution even speaking of racing. I said, you know, even NASCARs have brakes. Like, you can't be all gas, no brakes. Like, all of that. Like, I don't I don't think that Robert Sala's is the leader of men. Unfortunately, I guess fortunately for him, he stepped in it because he's got Aaron Rodgers and the continuity factor. You know, they're not going to dump the head coach with Aaron Rodgers with one, maybe two more years to go on his deal. They're just not going to do it. So, uh, while I understand what you're saying, and there's a lot of other factors that also, you know, lead into this. I mean, who, who's the Lions quarterback right now? I mean, really, is it better or worse than the Jets situation? I mean, the most important position in football. And while the basketball team out in Detroit's not too good, <laughs> coming on after the Nets game tonight, get it? But the The football team, uh, I mean, it's 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 pretty good, and and but there's a lot more factors, a motivator of men. You know, I I, I watch Robert Sala, and I just see him as a, a cheerleader, and the, that's the reason, that, like they brought him in because he is that great motivator of men. That's what they said. I'm not seeing it. So yes, I guess we go to Paul in Forest Hills, New York. What's going on, Paul?
16: Hey, hi Danielle. Happy holidays. You too, Enjoy yourself. You. Um, I want to talk about the Yankees. How how do you think the Yankees will fare this year in their division? You know, versus Toronto, did they improve themselves? Did Baltimore improve themselves? Also, did uh, Tampa Bay improve themselves?
2: You know what? I think Paul. I, I think it's I think it's a little early to say. I mean, you know. You just had Otani and Yamamoto sign it and, you know, big name free agent. There's still like Snell out there. Where does he land? Is he a Yankee? Is he a Met? Like I, right now, um, I think the Yankees greatly improved with Soto, of course, and, and Verdugo. They're two guys that are, are anti yankee in the way that they approach the plate and the fact that they, you know, see a lot of pitches. They They put bat to ball. They get on base. So I, I'm excited about that. Right now, if you ask me where the Yankees are going to finish, I, I don't know. Because the big question mark for me is is that starting pitching rotation. I don't know. Not yet.
16: But there's a, okay. we know about Tampa Bay pitching. What does um, Boston have or Baltimore have? Are they still have, uh, pitching like they had last year? Or have they changed at all?
2: Not that I know of. Um, but you look at the Orioles, and they are like that up-and-coming team. It's like they're the Correct. new rays, you know, of the league. They've got those young guys at young core. Um, it's just, they, they're going to be a concern this year. May, I, I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Orioles won the AL East this year because of mm. Mhm. It wouldn't be surprising and, to me. I wonder what the odds are on that, actually.
16: Right. <laughs> right. And we and we think about the New York Rangers now. They're playing really great. Yeah. You know, um... You foresee them going deep into the playoffs this year?
2: You know what? And it's funny you ask that, Paul, because just yesterday I was sitting there in front of the TV and looking at the odds. Rangers, plus 1,100 to win the Cup. I took it. I took it.
16: Oh. Because I know they got a challenge with the Boston um, Bruins, as always. They're going to be up there. What's that? I said the Boston Bruins; they're going to be a tough team oh, to beat. Also, yeah. even though they have beaten them this year, yeah, I think once or twice. I'm not sure how many times, but and you know what's amazing they got this guy quick. Yeah, Jonathan Quick. I mean, this guy was a a, a really good goaltender, you know, um, you know, a few years ago, um, and the Rangers picked him up out of nowhere, and he he's been really good for them this year.
2: Yeah, I mean he he is filled in nicely uh as the backup goalie there. So goal goaltending is not a concern for me for this Rangers team, where it is a concern for me for the Devils. Um before the season started, what's the deficiency on this team? The goaltending. But the Rangers, I mean, they did that's a great that's a great acquisition for that team. I mean, he's he's traveled, you know, uh in many different places, but I remember him most because my friend Christina has Las Vegas. I talk about her a lot. Um, She lives in Vegas. Uh, They had Golden Knights season tickets. And in that year when I went out to see, he was in the goal for them. And and we were like, I was like, who's this Jonathan Quick? Oh, he's great. He's a great goal. And guess what? Now he's on the Rangers and he's doing great things with the Rangers as well. And actually even better than he was in terms of save percentage and goals allowed per game. So Jonathan Quick is the unsung hero of this Rangers team for sure. Rami checked on the odds for the AL East here. Uh, Go ahead. Tell me. What are they?
15: So according to FanDuel, this is the Yankees are the favorites currently at plus 140 to win the AL East. Uh, Next is the Orioles at plus 300. Mm -hmm. The Blue Jays are plus 310. And then the Rays are plus 700. And the Red Sox are plus 900.
2: Mm. My cousin's going to text me. He's like, Daniel, can can you put some money on the Rays for me? Put some
15: money on the Orioles, right? They're the defending champions. They're plus 300.
2: Yeah, I would think so. Plus 300. That's a pretty good bet. I just hate betting against our teams, you know?
15: Actually, if you're Evan Roberts, you love betting against your team. It's the emotional hedge. Yeah,
2: no, no, I can't do it. I just can't. I can't do. it. I can't like when the Yankees played Orioles x amount of times this year. I can't root for the Orioles to win those games, especially at the end.
15: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I can't do it. I wouldn't root for them. But the point is that if they if the Yankees lose to the Orioles, then at least you're not as upset because like, well, at least I have my bet.
2: Yeah, I guess I, I could see that. I get it. I don't know, but I did put twenty bucks on the Rangers uh, plus eleven hundred. That, I like that. That I did.
15: To think that, that that Jonathan Quick, who beat the Rangers in the Stanley Cup, right, with, with L.A., yep. yep. and he's going to be the one who's – he won't probably won't play in the playoffs, hopefully.
2: Maybe.
15: It would be – Never know. I think it would have to be another disaster situation like two years ago with Igor in order – right? Because Georgiev ended up having to come in a bunch yeah. in that first series against Pittsburgh. So, yeah. I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, there's always those travel days and the back-to-back and this and that, and I don't know. I could see him getting a start or two. I could. He's,
15: he's earned it. He's been I, exceptional. I keep tweeting out, almost just as a troll, as a joke, goalie controversy. Every time he starts, he plays. Well. Like, oh, God, <laughs> do
2: we have a goalie controversy? Goalie controversy, like right. a quarterback controversy in the well, Giants. It
15: happens. It, it, I mean, it happened, if you remember, a few times with Cam Talbot uh, and Henrik Lundqvist. It happened one other time. It wasn't actually a controversy where uh, Henrik Lundqvist was hurt for a while and Talbot came in and played well. I think that was in the 2015 or sixteen season. So it's happened before. Uh, but, yeah, it's not actually. It's just... Fun it's
2: fun yeah it gets the people talking yeah it's the engagement
15: yeah i think tyrod taylor should be starting over oh, time really i think he should have been
2: oh come on we're gonna have to rehash that argument again 877-337-6666 no it's devito for the record clark in park palm springs what's going on there clark 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 are you there uh-oh is this clark griswold that was the guy from Vegas Vacation, right? Clark Griswold, right? Clark Griswold. Vegas Vacation. That's got to be him, right? Yeah. Right. And the other one, I know with the Christmas one, my dad had it on the other day. But, uh, uh, yeah, well, Clark, uh, if uh, if you want to give us a call back, I don't know what happened there. 877-337-6666, but you already knew that because you already gave me a call. With that, here's what we could do. Um Let's let's shift a little bit to the Jets, I think. The New York Jets, one of the first six teams eliminated from playoff contention, are officially, they are officially running it all the way back next season. As expected, unfortunately, I'm Daniel McCartin. And I'm not exactly sure what Robert Salad brings to the table, but Woody Johnson seems to know. Do you? 877 337
0: 6666. Let's talk about it. 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus.
2: Welcome back to the fan. My name is Danielle McCartan. Hanging with you until 2. Rami Lavi, behind the glass and on the ones and twos. <laughs> um, you know, as I was going off the air on Saturday, and it was a daytime show, and well, I forgot the hours already. The, the week is blending together. I can't believe I have garbage night in my town on Tuesday nights, and I was like, wow, I was running today, and people were putting garbage out. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Tuesday already? Well, technically now it's Wednesday. But anyway, I was going off the air on Saturday, and and Ian Rappaport hit us with a tweet all logical Jets fans knew was coming, unfortunately. He tweeted, hashtag Jets set for a do-over in 2024. Sources say there is no indication owner Woody Johnson will make a change, a sign that coach Robert Sala and GM Joe Douglas will be back. That was pretty much as I was signing off, read that tweet, and kind of had to sign off and go. So let's dive into this because this came just five days after I'm doing air quotes here. You can't see me, but you know I am. GM Rogers endorsed all of them to Pat McAfee. So maybe Aaron was Ian's source. Anyway, um, they're going to be safe. And, and and so will Nate Hackett. And there's that. Robert Sala with his lifetime Head coach record of 17 in 32 will be back. A guy who, for the past three years, steps on the field and wins just 34.7% of the games that he prepares for will be back. A coach whose team has finished dead last in the division for the first two full seasons that he's been on, you know, as the coach. He'll be back, and we're going to see about this year, too, because right now the Jets are in third place out of four again. Don't forget, this guy is going to be back. The win percentage is what kills me, 34.7%. I mean, that is – that. can you imagine if you were 34% successful at your job? Would you be asked back for the next season? I mean, I teach during the week. If a kid – finished the marking period with a 34.7. That's a a failing grade. F by far. Couple that with the fact that Nathaniel, good old Nate Hackett, with his worst-ranked offense in the entire league this season, will be back. The Jets are 30th in points per game. The Jets are last in yards per game. They're last on third-down conversions per game. They're last in red zone excuse me, gold zone scoring. They're last in touchdowns per game, and the leader of that unit, Nate Hackett, he deserves to be back, says Woody Johnson. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. And Woody Johnson just deems this all to be palatable, I I I guess. And the Jets are primed for a reboot. It's a bad rerun. It's been a bad rerun for decades now. Knew they'd be back. We talked about it. The quote from Woody Johnson in the post was, my decision is to keep them. I think we've had some pretty positive moves. The culture of the team is a lot better. The defense is better. And the offense needs a few pieces. <laughs> well, as the old saying goes, culture wins championships, doesn't it? So, was this a, a, a silver lining or an indictment on Joe Douglas? Because Johnson said, He wants to, quote, keep the continuity going with Aaron and the team we've got. I said that word. I knew it. I knew it. I said, they're going to keep Robert Salah for continuity's sake. Go back to the tape. Johnson also said, like I said a year ago, we need a quarterback. We had a quarterback for four plays. Since then, we haven't been able to replace him. Is that a silver lining or is that an indictment on Joe Douglas? Because they haven't been able to replace him? You had veterans dialing Florham Park waiting to play for this team. Some more than once. 973, 973. Nope, 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 nope to all of them. Joe Flacco ready to take the Browns to the playoffs. The Cleveland Browns. You talk about next season. What about this season? What happened this season? This is the same old misery. You prepare for it again next season because you know it's coming. Everybody's got their jobs back. It's unbelievable. 877-337-6666. I can't, like literally unbelievable. I cannot believe how somebody who succeeds 34.7% of the time at his job, that's his win percentage, he's going to be back. Uh, The the great cheerleader, give the guy a pair of pom-poms and a skirt because all he does is cheerlead on the sidelines. And the great play caller, Nate Hackett, the great, Play Caller Hackett. Also back. Amazing. Amazing to me. Woody Johnson, what are we doing here? Let's continue to tweet out the the uniform looks every week. How's that? 877-337-6666. In the order that you call, we go to John in Maspeth, New York. What's going on, John?
12: Hey, Danielle. How's
2: it going? Oh, good. How are you?
12: Doing good. Just visiting some family out in PA. So it's actually John from PA. Where from now? <laughs>
2: All right. <laughs> what part of PA are you in?
12: I'm in a, I'm actually out in a, out out in uh Poconos.
2: Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, is there so uh, I, any snow out there, or is it still manufactured? Snow?
12: Nah, no snow. Just a little bit of drizzle, rain earlier, and oh. that's it. You know, Man. it's pretty pretty calm here. But I wanted to talk about the Yankees and their pitching staff, and yeah. um, you know, even though I do agree that we do need another starter. mm-hmm. I'm expecting the pitching staff, you know, which wasn't that bad last year. As a team, the Yankees had the ninth best ERA in baseball. Yeah. And it should be better this year if you consider what brought that ERA down, which was Severino, who had a six point six five ERA. He's yeah. off the team now. Uh Domingo Herman had a four point six ERA. He's in he's not coming back.
2: Well, Rodan's still there. Albert Yeah, Rodon has Albert a 685.
12: A point, yeah. Albert Abreu had a 4.7. He's in Japan. Uh, Johnny Brito had a 4.3, I believe. He's a Padre now. And... Um, you know
2: what the it is, football. though, John? It, it's yeah. it's who they're replacing him with. Okay, yeah. I called it the other day, Garrett yeah. Cole and the question marks because Carlos Rodon in his seven ERA last year. What is he going to be this year? The guy is always injured. He's List. riddled with injuries his Almost entire not, career. Is
12: not going to have another who? seven ERA this year. I don't if, know. If, if he just gets away with like a four point two ERA, I'll be fine. Uh, that's Clark- your, but that's your number
2: two starter.
12: Then you got yeah. uh, question mark
2: Nestor Cortez, which who I, I love Nestor Cortez, but come on, it's yeah. Well, well Nestor's going
7: injured last year.
2: Clark Schmidt, your fourth yeah. starter. You got to go out and, I, and I, get another starting pitcher. I agree. You
12: have that we to. need another starter, but it's just it's not much of a need because the base of like how well the bullpen is, you know, and the team was going to pull starters after five innings. You know, we we you know we do need another starter. Yeah, but, but you, you also, Michael two. King
2: was was a starter at the back end of that season. He he was a great guy in the bullpen. You lost him; he's gone. There's the question. The question mark on this team yeah. this year is not how they're going to hit the ball. They, they've they've they've, they've well, addressed that. It's how they're going to pitch the ball. Who's going to close? <laughs> it, Clay Holmes. You really trust Clay Holmes? I don't.
12: It's also gonna it's also gonna matter who, who's going to step up. Is uh, Will Will Warren going to step up? Is Clayton Beater going to step up? You know, there's always one or two guys Mm -hmm. every year, it seems, that come out of nowhere that just step up and do good. So I'm kind of expecting that to happen as well, you know, to replace innings by King.
2: Yeah, but, you you know, know, John, um, instead of hoping these guys are going to step up and and, and replace and take up this, that, I want another starting pitcher that's going to slot in behind Garrett Cole. Is it Blake Snell? Is it, G- Is it any one of these guys? I think the Yankees need to make a play for one of them. They showed you that they're already willing to put the money up in the Yamamoto sweepstakes. They they, they showed you that. So now go out and spend that money on a, on a starter. And, and a, Josh Hader would be nice, too. So I, I can't trust this rotation. It, it's a house of cards. It's Garrett Cole followed by Rodon, Cortez, Schmidt, uh, heel? Is it beater? Is it heel? I don't know who it is. I can't, I can't get behind that. I can't. That's a big question mark for me this, for this season, for the New York Yankees. As we sit here on Wednesday, the 27th of December, 2023. There's a big offseason still left. There's a big winter still left. I understand that. But right now, Yankees should be start targeting starting pitching. That's what they need. And maybe one of these guys is going to step up. But you're going to maybe one of these guys step up with Juan Soto on a, essentially a one-year deal on your team. Aaron Judge in his prime. Garrett Cole in his prime. You're going to maybe hope somebody. No, no. You got to go out and you got to get somebody. 877-337-6666. As we transition back to football here, Mickey in Central Jersey. What's going on, Mickey?
7: How's it going? Hey, it's going. How we doing? Uh, we doing well, good? I just want to come in here and talk about
14: uh, Tommy Collins, the DeVito kid. Sure. I think we put them in moving forward. That's right. And the Super Bowl, Super Bowl
2: is ours. That's right. The Super Bowl will be the Giants if if Tommy DeVito, Tommy Cutlets continues to play each and every minute I think, of the game. Uh,
14: yeah, we gotta get uh, we gotta get that Jalen Hyatt kid back in there. Give him some deep posts down the seam. What no I'm talking about.
2: Yeah, uh, that uh, Mickey, I can agree with you on that one. Jalen Hyatt, zero targets. Zero targets in the last game in Philly is, is unacceptable, quite frankly. It's
14: ridiculous. These referees, man, they got they got Eagles jerseys on after the game.
2: <laughs> yeah, how terrible. What what in your opinion was the worst of the calls or non calls? Uh, where do I
14: start? I <laughs> uh let's go uh man, the false start when Jalen when Jalen Carter was in the backfield. Who? I gotta I gotta go that one. It was blatant all sides.
2: Oh, 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 oh! I get it. Yeah, I see. I'm thinking maybe, the Wandeau Hail Mary. Yeah,
14: fake one, laying down on his back, back in the end zone. I think it was pretty
2: ridiculous. I don't know. I think that was more of a flop than anything. Yeah, there
14: was contact.
2: There was. there was contact. There was. He was trying, but for me, it's it was the Wandale Robinson known call. I mean, that was textbook oh. defensive pass interference. Textbook, and they didn't throw the yeah. flag. Textbook. I don't know uh, what that was, but we had to dump that one.
15: I mean, he didn't say anything you can't say on the air.
2: Yeah, that's not here. No, so, nah, we don't yeah. do that here. Yeah, we don't do
15: that. I just have to turn the phone pod back on. Yeah,
2: all right, we can do that. <laughs> 877-337-6666. But that that non-call on, on Wandale Robinson, that that was probably the most egregious. It was textbook DPI. I mean, the the defender didn't even have his head turned around to locate the football. And he he was all over him. No call. John Michael Schmitz moves his head. False start. Wait, 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 what? False start? What are you talking about? And then the the flop in the back of the end zone. Listen, if they gave it to him, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but... I wasn't expecting it. That was, that was a big flop job over there by uh, by Saquon Barkley. He was worthy of an Emmy, probably, but not not a, not a, not a gold flag from a referee. No, uh, and I'm sure I'm missing other ones, but it was just poorly officiated. You know, you never want to come out of a game and say, "Wow, the 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 officials really screwed us in this one." You never want to say that. And you never want to, see. My my saying is this: referees, officials, umpires. They should all be seen and not heard. That's when you know they've done a great job. That's it. And that was unfortunately not the case in that Giants-Eagles game. Unfortunately. And now the Giants are eliminated from playoff contention. And they should stick with Tommy DeVito the rest of the way. Not that I'm saying Tyrod Taylor is a better, uh, worse quarterback than than (laughs) DeVito. DeVito is not better than, than Tyrod Taylor. But Tyrod Taylor is not on the payroll for this Giants team moving forward, whereas DeVito is. You've got game reps, valuable game reps, first team reps in practice. They need to be allocated to him. You need to evaluate now. Now that you are out-out, you need to evaluate what you have moving forward. We go to line one. Michael in Brooklyn. What's going on, Michael? Hey, I'm, I'm just
7: wondering – You're. If TJ comes back, you 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 really think that Daniel Jones should be should be out for Tommy DeVito?
10: I mean, like that's really Wait, what? Opinion,
7: what what was that? No, I really think that 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 Daniel Jones, if he becomes healthy, should get the starting position over DeVito.
2: There's no way I said Tommy DeVito deserves to start over Daniel Jones. I'm talking the rest of this season.
7: Oh, that's my fault. I'm sorry about that.
2: No, I just okay. jumped. No, I mean people, you know, people are already jumping on it on Twitter. I want to clarify. When Daniel Jones comes back, he is QB one. There is no mistake about that.
7: Yeah, I just had one more question. Yeah. Um. On, on um, do you go for Charland or Kugel? Do I what? Which one? Which one do you prefer? What? Charland
2: or Kugel? Um. I have no idea what you're talking about, but uh, the second one.
7: All right. Thanks, everyone. So what do I'll you prefer? Care. What's the what?
2: What do you prefer? I'm actually a challenge guy. Yeah. Why is that?
7: cuz the texture of the beans.
2: Oh. Is like. Right. Right. We have entered that time now. You know what? Thanks for your call there Michael in Brooklyn. Clean out your ears while you're at it. Making stuff up, man. This is like this is like the twilight zone here. What are we doing here? What do you prefer? truckster or kebab? Tr- I'm good. <laughs> <Thank you.
15: laughs>
2: I'm good. Uh, see, sometimes the phone connection isn't good. Sometimes the headphones are all the way turned up, which now I just turned them all the way up. I thought I missed like an actual like two names of two players. Which do you prefer?
15: Yeah, but he also, um, he didn't hear you. So the connection wasn't great on either end, right? Because he thought you said to start DeVito over Daniel Jones. Yeah,
2: I-, I think the guy was had one too many tonight is what I think. I hope he's not behind the wheel anywhere. I hope he's listening uh, on the Odyssey app in his house. Or somewhere safe. Come on, man. 877-337-6666. What we can do here is uh, let's hit the quick break here. We can continue the, the baseball talk if you'd like. I, I welcome that. Love baseball. Uh, this is a baseball town, of course. Um, Tommy DeVito talk. Uh, let me get this straight one more time. Tommy DeVito should be the backup to Daniel Jones once Daniel Jones is ready and available. Let's let's make that clear, okay? All right. My name is Daniel McCart. I'm with you till two here on The Fan.
0: The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus.
2: Welcome back to The Fan. My name is Danielle McCartan. Not with you till two. And it sounds like we've already hit that hour, right? And that emergency test—I was just saying to R- Rami—that sounds like uh, dial-up internet back in the day when, uh, you know, m- when mom picked up the phone upstairs and knocked you off the-, the AOL and the internet. You're like, ah, hang up the phone. Yeah, one of those kind of things. It just brought me back. Anyway, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. That's uh, the first time I've ever experienced that uh, actually on on the air here, as- which is crazy because I've been here for years and. Um, You know, it's just kind of weird. Anyway, 877-337-6666 is the phone number to call. Um, (laughs) People are big mad over this DeVito-Tyrod Taylor debate, and it's uh, all over the Internet now. People are fighting with each other now. (laughs) That's when you know you've hit a vein, is when people start fighting with each other in the comments. Um, But why don't we do it on the phones? (laughs) Call me up. Again, 877-337-6666. Moving forward in 2024, QB1 for the Giants is Daniel Jones. QB2, let's see. It could be Tommy DeVito. The only way we're going to figure that out is if the kid plays out the rest of the season for this team. Tyrod Taylor will not be on this team next year. There's no reason. We know what he could do. He's a great guy, a great backup. Probably can win you a game or two. But then... All the people that are calling up Tyrod Taylor, they're going to be the same people calling me up next week or whatever day I'm on after the Giant game, whatever that is. I don't know. Days are all blending together. They're going to say, Danielle, why'd they put Tyrod Taylor in? They're supposed to lose the games, get a better draft pick. I mean, you you know what I mean? So let's just – Tommy DeVito, if he wins, he wins. If he loses, he loses. That's it. That's the plan moving forward. We go to line two in Brian in Seagirt, New Jersey. What's going on, Brian?
11: Hey, how you doing? Happy holidays.
2: You too. Thank you. Um, I agree with
11: everything you're saying. Danny Jones comes back; he's your starter. Let's mm-hmm. see what Tommy uh, DeVito can do now. Mm-hmm. But here's the twist to it: the Giants are drafted in the top five picks, and yeah. they end up with someone like Drake May. Mm-hmm. Tommy DeVito is already under contract next year for no, for one more year, and mm-hmm. we can get out of Daniel Jones. The you know after next season. We don't know when Danny Jones will be back next year either with the ACL. So what do you do as a giant? As a, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, Joe, Sh- if you're uh Joe Shane, are you going quarterback or are you looking to build up the other 90,000 holes that are on the <laughs> roster?
2: If, if you're asking me, Brian, if, if I am in Joe Shane's shoes, I'm, am- addressing the biggest of the 90,000 holes, which is the offensive line. Drake so you, May, it's you, like it's like Drake May, Daniel Jones, Tommy DeVito, Tyrod Taylor, none of these guys can succeed in the way this line is constructed. It's just not happening.
11: I agree with that 100%. So, are you looking to move Back, yeah, and take the kid from Notre Dame, yeah.
2: I love the kid from Notre Dame, yes, yes. There's he's another kid, Alt, right? Joe Alt. Alt, yeah, and there's another yeah. guy too. It's uh, like a Hawaiian last name, I can't think of it. it, starts with an F, can't think of it, but he's Fashanu. That's it, thanks, Rami. Fashanu. yeah, I like him too. Um, I would, I would, yeah, I would find a you know, see how the season plays off, maybe find that sweet spot, move down a spot or two for someone looking for that quarterback because let's be honest, the quarterback is a crapshoot anyway. And and you're going to have Daniel... Correct. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to to take a quarterback, to play behind this line. You're going to ruin him in the same way the the Jets ruined, you know, Zach Wilson, Sam Darnold. It's the same story. So build out the line and then do it that way, I think.
11: All right. I can see that. But what about Marvin Harrison Jr. if you're there and he's
2: there? You know what? That's a sexy pick for me, uh, for the Giants. I mean... Look with Wondell Robinson, Jalen Hyatt, like they can't even get the ball to those guys. Like you can that that that's an uh, an auxiliary piece for a team. The Giants need the meat and potatoes first. But I, w- I would look I'm at him. You. I would I, I love I'm, him. I would look at him for the Jets. I'm with
11: you on what you're saying about rebuild the offensive line. But how many times can we strike
2: out? Yeah. Well, hopefully with Joe Shane and you know he's got he learned from his last mistake. And we'll see,
11: and, but the other thing too is we don't have that. All our why do we keep dra- the Giants, not we. I'm not. I have nothing to do with right. it. But right. the Giants keep drafting these five nine, five ten wide receivers.
2: Yeah, I know. That that is a we problem.
11: Need a, yep, we need a big body. We can't have all flop receivers. We have no real wideouts.
2: That's right. You're right about that, and that's why I, I just I can't figure out why. You know, Kenny Galladay. What a flop that was. He was on paper a perfect fit. But no, I'm with you on that. And I think, Brian, And thanks for the call. I think the tallest guy in the room, I think, is Darius Slayton. I think I looked this up once. Uh, obviously, besides Darren Waller, who has been disappointing this season, let's be honest. Um, yeah, no, and, and and by the way, if I'm the Jets, too, I'm looking at that wide receiver. I am. Um, but uh, the Jets are in a different scenario because the Jets have a small window. The window is now, and it's already starting to close. If I'm the Jets, and I know this sounds radical, but I was texting with my uncle the other day. They are so far into it with Aaron Rodgers. Why not package some picks, you take the wide receiver, you get yourself into the first round again, and then you take an offensive lineman. You push your chips all the way, all the way into the middle. They're pretty much all the way in there now. I think if you're the Jets, you, gotta be, you have to do it. Call me radical, but... Uh, that's that's what I'm doing if I'm the Jets. So I'm, if I'm the Jets, round 1 I'm trying to come away with with that wide receiver and one of the top three offensive linemen in the draft. And again, I'll do my homework. I'll let you know who I prefer and all that and and all that, but it's not time. This season is still on. It's not time for that. But believe me, I love draft prep homework. Love it. Put together a little guide, print it out, color code the whole thing. Oh yeah, I love doing it. So, don't worry. I'll have the picks for you. All right, now we go to one uh, in the Bronx. What's going on, one? Hi Danielle, how are you? Great show. Thank you, appreciate it. I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm
17: fine. Thank you. Hope you had the best uh, Christmas. Thank you. You too. Okay. Uh listen. I know. I know. I'm asking for too much about as far as changing gear, but if I could get in a little something about the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, let's try it. Okay. Uh obviously it's over and out for them. Okay. Obviously. Far- Hello? Obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh there's there's a lot of negativity over there. and they're, let me they're tell leading
2: you, the AFC West. What do you mean it's done for them? Well, you
17: know, with the uh the Tantrums and uh and uh, the quarterback and uh, uh, the uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the um, uh, the coach having to bump into uh, what's his name? The 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 uh, the quarterback and stuff. That's a lot of stuff that we see. Uh, my my grandfather used to say, for every month you see, there's fifty that you don't. Okay. <laughs> and we're seeing a lot. That's, and that's me, funny you say before. that, Juan,
2: because there, there's a mouse on the loose in my school in the in the French <laughs> classroom.
17: Uh, and, yeah, but let me give you let me give you the meat. Let me give you the meat. Um, you can bet that the season, the second the season is over, Kelsey and his Kelsey, his teammates are gonna say about him things like. Well, since he met that girl, his head has not been in the game. Mm. More or less, I know I'm in the ballpark. And then, if you think it's ugly now, then you will see. It'll carry over into next year. Oh,
2: wow. Juan, you are predicting the demise of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're on to something with the quarterback and the girlfriend. Taylor
15: Swift is taking down the
2: Chiefs. She was planted there, actually, uh, by every other team in the league to take down Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs. The nine and six AFC West leading Chiefs. And don't get me wrong, they are not the the juggernaut that that they have been in, in years past. But come on. <laughs> come on. If let me check the NFL playoff picture because if the season ended, I love this, but if the season ended today, oh come on, of course it's not gonna load. Are you freaking kidding me. It loads every other time except for right now. But I would venture to guess that they've got one of the top three seeds in the AFC. I mean, oh, come on. AFC, here it is. Ravens 1, Dolphins 2, Chiefs 3. See? There it is. Chiefs in her third seed. The demise of the Chiefs is on Taylor Swift. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. Although Travis Kelsey did drop two passes right in the bread basket, I saw. But come on now, talk about the Chiefs. All right, well, bring something to the table there. Bring it. You got to bring it. (laughs) Anyway, 877-337-6666 is the phone number to get aboard. My name is Danielle McCartan. We've got a quick little short break here. Um, We've got a Kevin Dexter update, and I will be back with you at the top of the 1 a.m. hour. Um, for the final hour of my show right here on The Fan.
0: Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. And baby, oh, so
2: ever walk away I'd never walk I Couldn't away your street again Oh yeah! I never Couldn't on. kneel your street again that's right, downtown, by the way, not far from here. Welcome back to the fan. Oh, Rami, you got this is this is my jam. I got two, you know, what I got for Christmas two friendship bracelets. One says it's my two favorite songs that she's ever written. One is "Peace," and the other one is "I'd Be the Man" or "The Man," it's called. But uh, oh, I just love Did Taylor Swift. Did you see Swift. the Eras tour? No. Well, here's a funny story. Um, I couldn't get tickets to the Eras tour. And then, obviously, on the secondary market, they were like three thousand dollars each. I was here on those nights. This concert started at eight. By eight forty-five, the tickets were still like six hundred dollars each. It was an hour into the show, so I have to drive past there on my way home every day or every night. That that so, I actually pulled over on Route Seventeen at the American Dream Mall, and I sat and I listened to it, and I saw the lights. And then when she announced the international leg of the tour, I registered for the verified fan, whatever. It wasn't through Ticketmaster. It was a different company. And um, we got tickets in Italy. We're going. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Isn't that cool? That's even
15: better because it's Italy. That's so cool because I had a ticket. I turned it down because I didn't want to go with the group that was going. It just wasn't my crowd. What? (laughs) What? and I didn't even sell the ticket. I, I was like, yeah, just give it to one of your friends. Oh. Um, And meaning I didn't pay for it, obviously. Yeah. One of the friends paid for it. But I saw the prices on the secondary market. And I was working in Secaucus at MLB Network that night. Oh. And I drove. Uh, that's right there. Yeah, And I, I drove by also. But I wasn't jealous. I just, uh, if it was any other, I think she got to the point where now she's like TikTok famous. And so it's not like. You know what I mean? Like, the, the type of crowd isn't exactly my crowd <laughs> that was at oh, these concerts. It's
2: like, yeah, teeny Boppers. Yeah, like... I
15: didn't want to be there. So, oh, uh, man, I'm a big I fan. Never it. saw her live, but uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I have... just didn't want to be with that.
2: Fantastic. Yeah. I've been a Taylor Swift fan from the original, like the original original, from the first album. So,
15: I think Fleagues went to all three nights or something like oh, that. Oh my I mean, God, what? At Fleagues is a crazy I knew, Swiftie. I like, knew
2: that, but I didn't know he went to three. Shows. I don't know if
15: he went to three. I made that up. But I know. <laughs> I think he's been to her. This is not the first tour he's gone to. I yeah. know that for sure.
2: I, you know, I think back to two when when I had two tickets to the Reputation tour. Nobody wanted to go. No one wants to go to see Reputation.
15: Well, that was not her best album.
2: Yeah, I agree. But no, I no, it was like barren. It was like tumbleweeds. No one wanted to go. And then all of a sudden, Eras Tour comes around. And it's like, That's oh. what I'm
15: saying. She got like a little bit more like trendy.
2: Yeah, I whereas agree.
15: I think and I know from people who went to both the Ed Sheeran concert was a better show. Like, a couple yeah. weeks later. Hmm. Yeah.
2: I didn't go to either, so I don't know. But anyway, we're going to, uh, in in, uh, in July. We're going to San Siro Stadium in Milano.
15: That is so cool. I love Italy. I've been once only, but it was awesome. And, yeah, seeing a concert out there. I know my parents did something similar to that. They wanted to see Bastille, and they were on a Europe tour. Mm-hmm. And I think they saw them in Prague, if okay. I'm not mistaken. So also just, like, super cool. It's to crazy. Travel and then have a concert in there. Yeah. Um... I was going to go, my friends went to Amsterdam and they saw Mumford & Sons there. Oh. I saw them at Madison Square Garden. It was just as fun. Yeah. And by the way, you wouldn't know that the people from who were in Madison Square Garden were from New York when you were at that concert. It was such a different crowd also. I uh, mean, people came out of the woodwork for, I don't know if you know, like <laughs> my Mumford & Sons. Yeah, but... my
2: friend ended up, Lauren, my friend Lauren, a good friend. She went to that show. Same show you were at. So me.
15: much fun. <laughs> I, I loved it.
2: Uh, not Different my... than a Knicks game. Yeah, I'm sure. I wore a Rangers game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, that's that's the story about the Eras Tour. So a long-winded answer to the question: Are you going? Yeah, uh, St- San Siro Stadium, and actually the hotel we're staying in for that particular leg. We planned the whole trip around this, and uh, we're staying right at the uh, at the, the hotel right outside San Siro. Like you could look out the window and see it. I requested a room like that. You know, in the notes I wrote, please can we have a stadium view? <laughs> so I
15: was at um. Let's see. Like I said, I work at MLB Network, so the next yeah. morning I was at uh, the. Starbucks in the hotel. I th- I'm gonna forget. I used to go there all the time when I over the summer when I was working for MLB. Mm-hmm. But um, and now I can't remember it. But there's a Starbucks in one of the Marriotts that's a re- like a five minute drive from MetLife Stadium, and it was full of girls still with glitter all over their face <laughs> and stuff like that. And I was like, well, I think I made the right choice not to go to the concert, but still would have been cool. <laughs>
2: oh my god! Yeah, it would have been. Anyway, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. I could talk about Taylor Swift the entire rest of the night, but Jesse wants to talk about the the, the Mets. So, so Jesse and Queens, what do you have for me?
18: Hey Danielle, how's everything? Um, love talking to you. So the Mets. My I mean, what are, what are they doing? I mean, Adrian Hauser. <laughs>
1: yeah.
18: I mean, these all these moves. How, if I was Yamamoto, why would I want to come to them? I mean, the, the Dodgers signed Otani. Mm-hmm. They traded for Glass now. They're showing. They're trying to win, and what are the Mets trying to show other potential uh, free agents that want to come over here or that they want to come over here. What are they trying to show? You know, if I'm if I'm a top free agent, I'm not going to want to come to the Mets because it seems like they're not really going all out trying to win.
2: Yeah, Jesse, that is the exact point I made in one of the videos I posted in one of my last shifts. The, the Mets are not. An attractive destination right now. Steve Cohen and all his money has not yet established the Mets as an attractive destination for these big name free agents. I totally agree with you on that.
18: I'm I'm, I'm pissed because Yamamoto is legit. He might contend for the Cy Young over here, and I'm sure he was considering the Mets. But he saw what the Dodgers did. They traded for Glasnow, they got Otani, they have Freeman, they have Betts.
2: Mm-hmm. They have it's like an all-star team. The it Dodgers w- are like a legit all-star team out there.
18: It's unbelievable. I mean, come on. Steve Cohen wants to be like the Dodgers So start acting like it? Yeah. I mean, go get Jorge Soler. Maybe go get Bellinger. You know, try to make some moves. Show yeah. the people that you're really you know, trying to let, Let's not. – let's not talk about – you know, punting on this season. I mean, you're, you're a mega billionaire. Go for it. I mean, what's the, you know, you know, I I don't understand this logic. You know, I think, I think it might, might might've been a wrong move to get started because he comes from a small small market. market, He's
2: operating the Mets like a small market.
18: Operating like Sandy Alderson, you know, Adrian Hauser and, sign you know San marino and get these get these guys to minor league deals this is like sandy alderson all over again i'm just like uh, come on we're a big market this is new york yep. i give i give credit to, to cashman for going out and getting, getting soto yep. they might have they might have him for one year but at least they tried and they're showing their fans they are trying to win yep. So I'm disappointed. I'm re- I really am disappointed that yep. they could do much better. yeah Thanks. Always appreciate yeah, it. Yeah,
2: Jesse, that's a good call there, and, and and I agree with you. And um, I, I the only thing I could say is that the winter is long, and and we'll see what else the Mets could can pull off. You know, uh, but I completely and totally agree with you. I really I, I have nothing to add because you literally took the words kind of right out of my mouth on that one. Yes, I agree with you. Um, and the Mets, it's like poke them. Are, are you are you alive? David Stearns, are you alive? What, what are you doing out there? I was hoping that we'd hear more hot stove no- news this week, knowing that the Yamamoto has signed and all that, but I, I, I guess not. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Let's go out to Brooklyn. We've got John online too. What's going on, John?
19: Good. How are you doing today? I want to know if do you think the, the Giants should tank for a
14: better draft pick?
2: No 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 I do not believe in tanking like this league is so wild that even if you try to tank there's something that's gonna upend your plans no you play to win the game okay I've never played a game in my life that I went out and I was like let's 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 lose this game or I've never coached a game in my life that said let's go lose this game kids because you know what we're trying to tank I, I mean, And it's not even at the professional level. It's at the recreational level. It's at the high school level. No, 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 and no. I do not believe in tanking. You play to win the game, and that's it. That's it. You know, and the Giants, their situation's a little bit different, of course. There's not much left for them to win. The Giants have shifted into a more of an evaluation type scenario. But it doesn't mean they're not trying to win the game. You go tell a, 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 a locker room full of motivated professionals, don't win that game. The mutiny that would occur, they would score 100 points. No, not, 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 never, Tank, ever. Rob in Sayreville. what's going on, Rob? Hello? Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So.
7: I'm driving on these foggy roads, and it's making me think of the, the Jets' upcoming future. Very foggy. Oh, I like the, what uh, do you the think analogy, about,
2: analogy there.
7: Thank you, thank you. What do you think about keeping Salah as head coach? I don't know if I like it.
2: No, I hate it. I hate it. I actually hate it.
7: I, yeah, it's they haven't, had, they haven't done nothing good for us. Nothing good for us at all. And I just don't see anything good to come.
2: Yeah, the, at all. The only thing is, is the word I used a couple weeks ago, the word Woody Johnson uses is the word continuity. That's all Robert Sala is. He's continuity. And he stepped in it because Aaron Rodgers is now on the team, and they're not going to change anything to upset the apple cart with Aaron Rodgers. So, therefore, Robert Sala keeps his job, and the rest of them get to keep their jobs as well. Amazing. Man, we are really in it tonight, huh? Yes, you you can't say those words on the radio, and you can laugh about it all you want, but we can't say that. Rami, we're really in it tonight. But uh, should Robert Sala be retained? No. He's got a 37 win percentage in his career as a head coach. 37% of the games he goes out there and wins. But for continuity's sake, it is what it is.
15: I missed what he said. Can you re-say it?
2: Can I re-say it? Oh, sure. You want to dump me too? <laughs> oh man, it's it. I'll tell you on the break. I can't with these calls. But Bill, Bill in Bristol, Connecticut heard it. Bill, let's keep it clean here, will you?
20: Favorite uh, WFAN personality.
2: Say that one more um, time. I didn't hear you. I said.
20: You're my favorite W F I F A N personality. Oh,
2: thanks, Bill. I appreciate that.
20: It's nice to hear your perspective on uh, different things related to sports.
2: Thank you. I okay, do my best. I was gonna. I, I
20: really mean it. I I, 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 I want to. I'd like to hear you on the fan more. But um, thanks. I got I got something to ask. You know, talked about the Giants and the Yankees. If mm-hmm. you don't mind, sure. Okay, like I, I've been a Giants fan a long time. And, you know, I want them to get the highest draft pick. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like at this point of the season, you know, you want to, you know, to get that highest draft pick, you know, you got to root for them to lose. But that's hard to do against a team, Correct. especially like the Eagles. Mm-hmm. But at this point of the season, I'm kind of rooting for them to get the higher draft pick. So I agree with you by having Danny DeVito, uh, uh, Tommy DeVito, <laughs> the uh, same thing. Tommy DeVito okay. start. Because because he, he he's a lesser quarterback than Tyrod Taylor, so he, he gives us a better chance to lose. Uh-huh. So, um, and uh, and the Jets could actually help the Giants in in the in the draft
2: by beating the Patriots. Oh no, Bill, we lost you, Bill. Oh no, ah. same oh. number. Oh. Giants, oh.
20: we're to lose out. And you know, I don't, I'm not sure the strength of schedule, but it's possible the the Giants could even jump up to four if if New England was to beat the Jets on the last game of the season.
2: Yeah, I think you're right on that. I'm looking at a strength of schedule. Yeah, yes, for sure. If if the Jets, if that happens, yes, the Giants would be the fourth overall pick because in front of them they've got. Um, thanks for the call there, Bill. They've got Carolina uh, is the number one overall pick, but that's now in Chicago, so it's technically it's Chicago, Arizona. Washington New England New York Giants 5th overall if you're keeping track there. So it's almost like you don't want to root for your team to lose. It's almost I'd rather take the, the stance of let's let's root for the teams in front of them to win, really. So um hopefully uh for the Giants sake the the, the Patriots end up beating the Jets, which is very well possible. Um and the Giants can move up a spot theoretically. We'll see. 877-337-6666. But the, the fact of this tanking, and obviously the website's called Tankathon. I get it. Um, but the, the, to, to be in, in favor of tanking, it's just it's it's not in my DNA, and it's not in, I think, a lot of players' DNAs as well, coaching staff, the whole thing. No, these guys are playing for their jobs, whether it be on the Giants, on the Jets, or on another team. Not to mention the fact that, okay, we're going to, we're going to, you know, rise up the the draft board and, and, and we're going to take a guy. And the, the consensus number one overall pick, you know, last year was it, was, 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 was Bryce Young. And this season, he's doing a whole bunch of nothing. Literally a whole bunch of nothing. So. Anyway, 877 is the number to call. We go to Lou in Asbury Park, New Jersey. What's going on, Lou?
19: Danielle, what's up? How are
2: you? I'm great. How are you?
19: Good. I, I called you, um, I, I want to say maybe a month ago, okay. um, about about the 2018 draft where the Giants drafted Barkley and not Nick Chubb, and they drafted Will Hernandez in the second round and yeah. not um, Quentin Nelson in the first round. Yeah. So uh, basically, with, with all these calls about tanking this, that, and other thing, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's not where you draft; it's it's who you draft. Right. I mean, we're we're looking at a game last night where you had Lamar Jackson, who was drafted the last pick in the first round, going up against Brock Purdy, who's basically an undrafted oh, free agent. mystery okay.
1: relevant. Yeah.
19: Okay, so so you have two quarterbacks battling for MVP. That weren't anywhere close to a top pick. Yeah, I mean L- Lamar, Lamar Jackson fell all the way down. Nobody even wanted him. Mm-hmm. I mean J- Jalen Hurts slipped. I mean Zach Prescott slipped. For for every high priced pick um, where you have a fifty percent you know pass fail, you have such good quarterback play that go in the late rounds that you know if your team is developed and your team is there. That's just the icing on the cake. Correct.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with you. But the, the problem is for the Giants, their team isn't there. The Jets, they're closer, but that offensive line is also not there. So, yeah, I agree with you. Now, that's why I think the Giants should stay away from drafting a quarterback. I'd be really disappointed if the Giants drafted a quarterback this year. I would.
19: I, I, I just don't see a lot of upside with these young quarterbacks on that team right, right now.
2: Yep. Well, the problem is there's going to be no upside for anybody that, that 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 comes under center on that and that team because the offensive line is so terrible that it, it's it would be damaged goods. I mean, think about Daniel Jones; he didn't come in with any injury history. He now has one because of that offensive line. No,
19: you're 100 percent right. And 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 if you're a team like let's say New England, for example, mm-hmm. that that has that core solid defense, there Correct. they have about 106 million dollars in cap space. And they're looking you know at probably a Jaden Daniels or something that that makes sense because they have a boatload of money to spend on the offensive side I think they spent about 99 million on defense and they have about they're losing about nine million in players I think uh, Dugan uh, well or, for no, next Kyle year, Duggar. yeah for next, next year the Patriots are in the third
2: off. best uh, cap scenario for next year they've got 75 million dollars yeah. to spend
19: yeah, so that 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 makes sense. They can load up on a quarterback. They can fix some issues on an offensive line, get yeah. some playmakers. But on a Giants standpoint, I just I just don't.
2: Yeah, I they're not close. They're not close, and that that's a problem. I, I'm totally with you on that, Lou. And I appreciate the call. And the, the draft is the big, the great unknown. Brock Purdy, perfect example you used. You used J- Jackson and Purdy. Think about Tom Brady, one of the greatest to ever play the game. Where was he drafted? What one ninety nine, right? Same as oh Henrik Lundqvist, by the way. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it, it's the great unknown. So to tank, to to purposely throw games to, to to get to pick number three instead of five. I mean it's all about your scouting department, your, the homework that you do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And um, we'll just have to wait and see. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is the phone number to call. And you know what? Next on the fan, let's talk some hockey. My conversation with a longtime Rangers beat reporter. His name is Rick Carpiniello. We'll talk about his new book, The Franchise New York Rangers, a curated history of the Blue Shirts. And join us for this trip down memory lane up next, right here on The Fan. Welcome back to WFAN. My name is Daniel McCartan, closing out. Another one, as DJ Khaled would say. Uh, yeah, cheesy, I know. You know, uh, something about going home for the holidays. Rami, maybe you can commiserate with me on this. Uh, it, you, you turn into, like, tech help for your family. It's like you are, like, they 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 save all their tech problems, and then you're in the You walk through, they're like, hey, I need help with this, or could you help me with this? Is it just my house? No,
15: I have that with my grandmothers. It's the exact same thing. Oh, it's my- both of them, and it's every time I walk in the door... No matter what, it's like, oh, by the way. By the way. Yeah, it's by always, the, I, the best with my grandmother, though, is she'll <laughs> be like, hey, we're going out to dinner. All right, meet me at the restaurant. She's like, wait, actually, can we meet, me at, a, meet at my apartment for a minute first and then we'll walk together? Yeah, sure. I get there. and
2: Oh, by the yeah, way. Yeah. 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 Cause, so I was, I was helping my mom, uh, you know, the other day with, uh, she just got Apple Music and it's, I had to hook up the CarPlay for her, okay? And then she, like, she uses, I don't want to say the word, but S-I-R-I to, to play music for her. And she doesn't know, like, she's going to kill me for saying this, but, like, she's coming with me to the Taylor Swift tour. So I'm like, you have to listen to the set list, get familiar with the songs. Hey, S-I-R-I, play. And she, I had to write it down and tape it to the car on the dashboard for her to remember how to say it. What are we doing?
15: I appreciate the dedication to the concert prep, though. I'm all about that.
2: (laughs) So I I, I say this because I just, I load up Instagram, and the first post on here is from BetMGM, and it says, it's if, if you remember on the documentary of um, the Last Dance, and it was Dennis Rodman. One of my favorite scenes in the whole thing. It's Dennis Rodman with his hands like, and then it hits this way, and it goes that way, and it clinks this way, and it goes that way. You remember that scene about pulling down rebounds? That scene is one of my favorites. So it's that you know video playing in the background, and it says explaining to my dad that he ha- now has to download Peacock to watch Saturday Night Football, and it's it's Rodman doing a thing. It's it's just. I don't know. Kind of just hit home over this uh, this holiday weekend, but I hope uh, I hope you and yours um, had a great Christmas, if that's what you celebrate. A happy Kwanzaa. Uh, actually, it's all belated by this point. Happy belated Hanukkah, and uh, hopefully, the Giants didn't ruin your your holiday all too much. Um, you know, they were never really expected to win that game. They made it close. They made it a game. That's really all you can ask for. And their draft position is. Um, is not compromised, we'll put it that way. The Giants are currently slated to pick fifth in the NFL draft in uh, it's Lambeau this year, I believe, I think, or is it the year after? But either way, they're picking fifth, which is, which is a good spot to be in because, in my opinion, they shouldn't be taking a quarterback. Um, they don't. I know they have a high pick to do so. Maybe they could trade down if you look at the teams around them, maybe. It's too early to do all that. The Giants should not take a quarterback. I would be disappointed if they did uh, because they've got one on on QB one is on their depth chart already, and then so, which leads to my next point that they need to have Tommy Cutlets, Tommy DeVito. Um, I was going to say captaining, but quarterbacking this team, um, for the rest of the season, you start him and let him play it out. Uh, let him work through adversity. Um, uh, let him get some chemistry with these receivers. Let him get first team snaps. Let him study like, like, and prepare like a starting quarterback. And then you can now you're in evaluation standpoint here. And then you can see what you have. Want to keep him? Cut him? You can have that determination for sure by the end of the season. But to play Tyrod Taylor, it's a mistake, man. I'm telling you. Well, anyway, thanks to all the callers. Could not have done this without you, and I love coming here and talking with you. You know that. If you missed any portion of tonight's show, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature and select the start of the show, which was around 10-20 after the Nets game. Great job to Paul Rosenberg, Rami Lobby behind the glass, and also to Kevin Dexter on the updates. I will see you a ton this week. Next time, well, let's call it the same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, this time tomorrow, following our Brooklyn Nets coverage, me and you, okay? In the meantime, at Coach MCCARTAN on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook.com slash Coach McCartan. Alvin Cintron, Al Cintron, next, right here on
0: The Fan. Sports Radio, 101.9 FM. F A. WFM.